For the record and for the benefit of any future legal case, Russell Brand. <laughs> radio X. You are listening to the Russell Brand Radio X podcast. Thanks for joining us. This is not only the best bits of the radio show, and let's face it, it was pretty much all best bits, but some additional content for you to enjoy. Now, this was the episode that will probably be defined in the annals, I said annals, as the one that Katie Hopkins off LBC came on, or as you call her, Matt... Haiti Copkins. And Mr. G is here too. It was a wonderful poem. You summarised it. We're just we're still in the studio. We're still feeling the uh, sulfuric blaze. But she herself. She's got an energy, hasn't she? She's got her energy. Like we're so chilled out and cool, and then she just comes in, just sort of like. Yeah, I'm shocked by people who aren't in any way phased by. Sort conflict. Of conflict, combat. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Isn't it? Now, you said, what was this thing you said about that flashing in the eyes of myself and Katie Hopkins, like we were sort of Zod and Superman? I didn't say that. Come on, I'm I said like a yeah. pair of twits in a playground. <laughs> <laughs> no, you both, yeah, I saw you, like, when someone starts to attack you like that, you mm. get more, you're animated, your face gets a bit like, yeah. you get this like thousand yard stare, and I can see it could go either way. And Generally, can... not to violence because of your. But I can see you grasping. I can see you looking no, for words. Because you hiss like a goose. Yeah. No. You're looking for Jiu-jitsu. words. You're thinking, okay, I'm going yes, to use yeah. this word. I'm going to use this content. Like, I'm going to hit her with a with a torrent. And he's like sort of, of nods really fast. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> as soon as she finishes, I'm going to hit her with this. Yeah. <laughs> he's okay, got bro. something. You know, he's got. Something. But she's doing the same thing though. Once when you when you were going on your little inv- evangelical um, yeah. like tirade against her, mm. she's just thinking, okay, then let's yeah. step it up to gear two. Yeah, but she attacked us a lot. Like that, she doesn't know who we are. But that, that shows yeah, her. The but that shows in. So you were like the innocence. That like shows Herod, her insecurity, like though. The that shows her insecurity. I, I, I take that. That's it. Yeah, yeah, my first instinct was to throw something at her <laughs> <laughs> because I just felt, how dare you? <laughs> I didn't, obviously. Uh, no, she, if she came in here and she felt um, comfortable in just dealing with you one on one, she wouldn't bother with us. Yeah, but that she was felt it's a it's what's known as a side ah, shot. Right? Yeah. She she pulled us shot. in. Hold on. Yeah. Where do you get that? It's from? a side shot. It's it's like okay. What's the frame I'm, of reference? I'm, Carnivals. I'm hip hop battles. Yeah, hip hop battles. Right. Huh. I'm get, I'm getting. Is it? How yeah. dare you hip hop on me? It's it's trying to go for someone who stepped to me. Who thinks the weak link on the team that's not gonna, <laughs> right, that's not right. going to come back? And because we went back at her, she then just stopped talking to us. Also, she inadvertently did use racist language there. Inadvertently, I'm sure. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't even. And you see called her on it. I just, well, I, just, I didn't, I didn't even call it on it to, to yeah, be a racist thing. I just, I, it's a, you know, a suggestion. You just, you say it. I see, sir. The look in her eyes is like, oh my god. Gentlemen, yeah. there, gentlemen, there. Hat on, glasses, also black. Oh no, I've said it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. It's question time racism. Okay. Uh, well, we've got some additional content for you. That's what we're calling it. Additional content. So content, this goes. Content. This is at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Do you put this at the beginning, Neil? Yeah, definitely. Keep people there and then lure them in. Lure them in. Lure them. <laughs> That's not a catchphrase. This is from Elliot Garner. He says, Hi, Russell, some new cats. Hey, Daddy, what are you, a, beat, a beatnik? Hey, some new cats moved into our area and have been bullying my cat. A gang of cats. There's a cat gang. There's a gang of four cats. They've been regularly coming through our cat flap. I hate it when that happens. I've had erroneous what cats are the rules coming of from cat flaps. I've stay never... out. <laughs> stay out they... unless you live here. But how do they, like, how do you police that? They've well, got special automatic ones, don't they? Where tricky. you put a, a collar, that's and when the cat approaches, the, oh, that's the like collar, James Bond. It opens, yeah. Mm, mm. But other cats, me, you can't. <laughs> Goodbye, I'm afraid. I shall be enjoying <laughs> this whiskers alone. <laughs> but we've had, but we've had strange cats in our house. 
Strange cats, strange fruit, baby. Strange cats, daddy. Yeah, oh, strange cats in the house. Hey, yeah, man, they were smoking some of that tea, baby. <laughs> they were reading some Allen Ginsberg rhymes, man. <laughs> uh, hold on, let's get back to Elliot Garner and his cat issue. They wait in our garden, glaring through our window for hours and hours. I had to start taking diazepam to cope with the stress. This man's been oh. driven to drugs by cats, Matt. It got to the Give point. Give them to the bad cats. Give drug the cats. This this problem solves itself. All you need to do is redose the cats. Do not ever drug strange cats. (laughs) That's what you need to do. Drug them in the cat. Drug them so hard in the cat. It got to the point where I needed to intervene, so I bought an extremely powerful super soaker. Oh, darling. In the hope of squirting. No, you don't. The cats so much. Oh, Christ. (laughs) They'd eventually give up. One day, I saw the cats waiting at the end of my garden. Oh, no. So I grabbed my super soaker, you dirty pig, and charged them, violently spraying water. Are you touching yourself? Because I feel so high on cat stories. I'm only nudging it. It's a nudge. You're not nudging it. You're rubbing it like a toddler. (laughs) It's my own. We're all friends. We all know each other. This bit's not on camera. What's the difference of rubbing your armpit or rubbing your backside? No, this won't be... Yeah, but this isn't coming out live. A man rubbing himself... No, you're right. It's wrong. I shouldn't be doing it. Anyway, this man, once, he got himself worked up. Did the super soaker work? He used his super soaker and he went, have that, you mugs, which is a lovely thing to shout when you're spraying a Uh, super soaker. Have it. Go, Sam! It's very Raymondo Winstonio. At that point, I noticed that all of my neighbours were in their gardens and had just watched me attack a bunch of cats. Hmm, Elliot, that's the risk. Embarrassed, I tried to save myself by shouting over the fence, they're bullies, they deserve it. I am now unpopular in my area. Elliot Garner. Picked up by the (laughs) social services. Yeah. (laughs) Mate. Bullies. Saying that about animals, that's... Well, he was just trying to defend his cat. I've tried to defend my cats many a time. You have, actually, using fire and water. Uh, yep, I've used Burning tissue, I remember. Yeah, I tossed the burning tissue out the window once. You've got to, I bring down the elements. If, if, if the cats want to mess with my cat, I'll call in the elements, mate. What are cats scared of? Water, is that fire. what I Because I remember you are... <laughs> <laughs> they loathe fire. No, there's, I've never met a cat that will, is fire retardant. Not yet. They go up. <laughs> by Jove, do they go up, those little fellas. Those little bald cats. Yeah, that's them. Oh, those baldy cats. Well, with that, I suppose you'd have to put it on a bit Just of... put some white spirit on them. A splash of white spirit. <laughs> Away you go. Fill your super soaker. I know how to solve this problem. Then. Oh, no. Fill your super soaker with white spirits. And also become a white supremacist while I'm giving out bad advice. <laughs> Spray it down and set fire to that cat. And if that leads to even a single problem, by Jove, I've misunderstood the tenets of Buddhism. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Russell, says David Jackson, I once took a girl on a first date. While we were in the restaurant, she got a call to say her family dog had passed away. No one likes that call, which really upset her. Who calls someone when they're on a date to say the dog's dead? It's still going to be dead when you get home. home Why didn't you call? Hmm. They might not know she was on a date. Yeah. Mm, good yes. point. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'd like to apologise to the members of that family. I judged you. I was too fast. I said too much. I died. I was too much, too young. <laughs> too much. I'm much too young. Now you're married with a kid. Now, I got out, when he got this lady home, old Dave Jackson, dirty devil, I got out my acoustic guitar to try and cheer her up. Stroke, impress her. Not stroke, impress her. <laughs> also impress her. Unfortunately, I could only play about four songs and in a panic I chose the wrong one of those to play which was Florence and the Machines The Dog Days Are Over. It was an accident. (laughs) She left. I've not seen her since. I am alone. I am so alone. David Jackson, you fool. You absolute fool. What have you done? You don't know how to date. That is a nice idea. What, to use music to soothe the savage beast? Yeah. 
You should have, what would have been an appropriate song to have played? Probably just go, Check. probably just call the date off and say, oh, look, go home and do go it. Go home, man, mate. Of, like, this dates. Look, this dates because what he was really thinking was, I'll be I can able. still turn this round. Yeah, I yeah. can use grief as sex fuel. Mm. Yes. No, son. Yeah. No, you don't, David Jackson. Get some of that pity love. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 Dave. Don't you dare, don't you dare use grief as a lubricant. You'll end that date right away <laughs> and send that lady home. Dirty boy. Get back into your basket. Okay, so here's some actual news. News on the planet we live on. Math teacher arrested. Oh, God, it never ends. Tampa police arrested a 32-year-old high school teacher on child neglect charges for letting a 14-year-old boy drive while she was drinking. Hmm. According to the woman, she, uh, she said she'd had five drinks and was too drunk to drive when, when her and the 14-year-old were pulled over. Look at her name. What is her name? Terra Virgin. Virgin. Terra Virgin. Wow. <laughs> That's a very convenient name. Like a superhero, isn't it? I don't know what all this terror is. I'm completely baffled by it. Go gently, won't you? Go very gently with me. The Terror Virgin has been a math teacher in Freedom High School for one week. Dying your ducks up, lads. In my version, the name Terror Virgin's blacked out. Presumably because you don't want to be saying Terror Virgin again and again and again and again and again. Terror Virgin, Terror Virgin. Well, your version is blacked out. Yeah, of course it is. I get redacted oh, right. texts to read because you got trusted. editorialise with mine. Oh, no. How would you know? How could you know, Matt? You've done everything you could. And if oh, she's done it. She's been charged. She's going to She's going to She belongs in jail. This lady, tell my baby, shouldn't she? Should she? Better let her off. Who knows? Hang on, she was the drunk. Of justice, she guys. had five drinks, too drunk to drive. <laughs> so she, how did the fourteen-year-old know how to drive? He knows how to drive. I'm he? very yeah. impressed by the fourteen-year-old. I say two gold stars and a maths pass for this driving child. There was an open beer in the cup holder of the car, and that the teen was her boyfriend's son. He's actually quite responsible. Who the, the lad? The lad, yeah. Because he's she put told his drink in a cup holder. She wanted him to drive her to Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to a Waffle House, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep driving. Just keep driving. It's a, a bit of Thelma and New Year's, isn't it? Who gets drunk and wants to eat waffles? Oh, a lot of people like it. Oh, you can't use that probably on a podcast, wrong medium. Yeah, confusing. Uh, well, if I was drunk and I was driving around with a little child, <laughs> I'd go to a Waffle House, take the edge off, wouldn't you? Mm. Bit of syrup. <laughs> In the Waffle House. <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> artist turns dead into pencils. British artist, well, Nazim Jarvis has found a unique and thought-provoking way of utilising cremation ashes. Jarvis takes the carbon left on the floor in the crematoria and turns it into pencils and bird feeders and memorises, memorises, memorises the deceased for renewal. Thanks, mate. I have always been fascinated with the life and death of objects, says Jarvis. Me too. Me too. Is it disrespectful to the dead, Matt, to turn yes. him into... Why? When I first saw this, I thought that when you go, when I die, yep. Jarvis, I'd like to be turned into 100 pencils. <laughs> no, yeah. 240 pencils from an average body, right? Nice. And that's good, and then they could be used in a local Poems. school or something, right? Local school. Yeah. But he takes carbon left on the floor in crematoria, so people don't have a choice. <gasps> turns it into pencils and bird feeders. It's just, they're not even related things. It's just, isn't it part of the rejuvenation of life? We're it's just, the circle. We're just carbon-based. That's all we are. Yeah, Whoa. but he's, he Whoa. is nicking ashes from a... Well, he's not nicking them. He's probably getting some... He's got to have permission, Matt. You can't go creeping into a crematorium with a dustpan and brush, sweeping up the dead, <laughs> turn them into pencils, or can you? Answers to 83936. <laughs> if you think it's yes, you can come and see me in South Hipton. Oh, look. He could... Oh, no, he does do that. He does do that. He does Excuse also makes 240 pencils from an average body of ash. A lifetime supply of pencils for those left behind. 
X go <laughs> give it to you. You're right, in a way, <laughs> that's a... <laughs> when I go, Matt, I've always desired that I would be turned into... Well, I just would like to be around your house somewhere, taxidermied in mind. That's all. Anything you like, really. Thank you. We could maybe have you shrunk down, have your skeleton removed. Oh, go on. You know, like those head shrinkers used to yes, be. Yes, yes. Like or like a crisp packet. Yeah, juice, yeah. Or a crisp packet in a microwave. Shrink it down and put you at the end of a pencil. Oh, I'd love that. Just And maybe with a little wobbly head. Yeah, and yeah Every yeah. time you do your art, I'd be there judging you. <laughs> you, I'm going to haunt you from another realm, from another realm, from another realm. What are you going to have done to you when you die? I think I'll be punished by the Lord <laughs> after all these terrible misdemeanours. What are you going to have done to you after you die? I think cremated. Oh, I don't want to die to you, mate. I was hoping to stay alive forever. Forever? You're going to stay alive forever? Yeah. yeah. No. Pure consciousness, no. Oh. No, 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 no. I'm scared you of that. You've You see everyone you love die. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. I've seen those films, vampire ones. Oh, yeah, you don't want to watch the... Like, the Oh, why do we have to Forever die? wandering the is, earth as yeah. a lost soul. I'm oh, 40 no. this year and it makes, no. you, makes you think. Doesn't it? It does make me think, don't it? Mm. It makes you think life's a complicated... You're not allowed to use these noises on podcasts, oh, are you? probably publicly owned, isn't it, for God's sake? Is it? It makes you ask a lot of questions about different stuff, don't it? <laughs> anyway, uh, that's probably enough content for anyone, but there's a little letter here from a young man. Let's not use that speech rhythm. Thanks from Maureen Hatfield. That's the end of it, and here's the beginning. <laughs> once I found a cell phone at a bar, I once found a bar in a cell phone, and I'd tell you what, I thought that's the time and I'd reversed... Oh, no. I decided to return this phone that I found in a bar. I found the contact's mum, I called it, and I said I had the owner's phone. When I met up with the owner, it was a pregnant woman, wanted to know why I'd found her husband phone in the bar the night before you bloody do-gooder she told me their wedding was planned for that weekend and he'd been out on a bender and she couldn't find him anywhere so he was she was calling off the wedding obviously i'd made that situation far worse maureen hatfield you tried to help no, that, and how could she make that worse because she, the husband shouldn't have been in that bar mate and his phone was in the bar because he was carrying he's, on he's he was up get to get no... caught for that anyway it's was not he? like he was going to come home and go i've got you know how how's he going to lie extraterrestrials anything Extraterrestrials, mate, they come down, they could swoop down Jeez. at any time. It's good to return the phone. I once heard of a man, a woman, and they would offer a trip. It was a woman. And they were <laughs> offered a trip to go and look at crop circles with Sting. And they turned it down. Who turns down a chance like that? A chance to look at crop circles with Sting? A famous person or a normal person? Well, famous people are normal too, man. That's one of my biggest <laughs> campaigns, yeah? <laughs> to be reaching out at to and at as a not famous person, yeah? Mm, yeah. Sting, no, I got it off my one of my uh, tour questionnaires. You know I'm on tour, Rebirth? Oh, yes, yeah. Well, they, they fill in a questionnaire. And one of the questions was, you know, tell us something you regret. Yeah, and this regret, yeah. woman, I believe she was, she goes, I regret not going to look at crop circles with Sting. Yeah, but I because I was offered the was, chance. There's a lorry pulled. I went. Do you want to go and look at some crop circles? <laughs> Sting. I tell you who I am. Uh, all right, this might give you a clue. Roxanne, Roxanne, in the fields of barley. <laughs> oh my God, it's Sting. Come on, there in the van. Now the knife and the crop circles. They're all down my trousers. Look at all those squiggles and swirls and all these dirty crops. All the seeds are spilling out, and all I'm. Right, all right. I got so excited by that man. I go so sorry, boy. I go so carried away. Do you know what I mean, mate? Sounds like so carried away. Do would you call that a podcast? No. What, no. <laughs> this whole thing. Call that a it's podcast? A bit, yeah. 
This is podcasting. It's people talking, isn't it? We've cast it. It's a pod. We've spoken. It was the Radio X podcast. Remember to listen to my other podcast now, Under the Skin. Just, just to remind you of how clever I am and think, God, this guy, he's got a finger in so many pies. So many pies. Even his pies. Whose pies are these? You're going to start re-promoting old DVDs and stuff on this. Russell Bryan, shame, the dirty old bugger. What's he got to say for himself <laughs> now? Have you seen him get him up the old Greeky? <laughs> I don't know that you did. Hop, you say. Why not despicable me? Despicable <laughs> me in the aisle. Why don't you? That was Mr. G. Hey, G. Hey, great stuff. Thank you. Matt Morgan there. Thank you. He's an artist. If you are Damien Hurst, perhaps you might want to buy Matt's art. Fuck you. Goodbye. <laughs> With Sky Broadband Superfast, you get reliable broadband here. <laughs> Smells good. There. Morning. Uh. And everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Get guaranteed Wi-Fi in every room or money back with Sky Broadband Superfast. So reliable, it's minion-proof. Sky, believe in better. Requires Sky Broadband Boost and Sky Kit in fibre areas only. Speeds vary by location. Minimum 3 megabits or refund on boost component of subscription paid during current minimum term up to date of claim. See sky.com slash guarantee. Russell Brand. Radio X. Russell Brand on Radio X. This being, as it is, a Sunday, a time for togetherness, unity and joy, we have decided to work out once and for all what is the one true faith. Is it... Was it Buddhism that we were just listening to there? Is it Christianity? Possibly it could be. Is it Islam? We don't know for sure. Or is it good old-fashioned Judaism? Or could it be more complex even than that? Simply passing the time, sir, as I am paid to do here at Radio X. This is Russell Brand, and you're also listening to Matt Morgan. All right, Matthew. Hello, mate. Why, why have you got just, just Well, because I'm in charge of this desk. I mentioned this till now, hmm. and then he unveiled that like some sort of magician. That's right. Or That's... is it this? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you think I seemed quite adept while I was doing that? What? Hold um, on a sec, hold on a sec. Stop that for a moment. You are... No, you're not adept. The worst See? thing is that you're driving the best. Riding the best. <laughs> and it's supposed to be driving, yeah, that's right. That's Age just... of horse riding. I know, I, I'm still approaching this like a Victorian antiquarian. <laughs> man. I should make this confounded machine work. It's steampunk radio, everyone you're listening to. Thanks for tuning in for week two of the Russell Brown Show on Radio X. Thank you for Johnny Vaughan there. I heard him say some very generous and sweet things. Did you hear? He was saying that he's that described himself. Yeah, very kind. Lovely. Very kindly gentleman. I enjoyed last week's show, did you, Matthew? I did, actually, yes. What do you mean? What do you mean? Did you enjoy it especially? If you got any... Did the podcast did well, didn't it? Yeah. What, are we number two? If it weren't for S Club 7, we'd be top of that podcast chart. What is that thing? It's to do with mysteries, mate. It's to do with mysteries. Millions of downloads. But older listeners, and let's face it, that's who we're reaching out to, will recall the time when the Beatles were numbers one to five in the hit parade in the United States of America, and we are both numbers one and four, if by we you mean me, and I do, (laughs) because I've got so many personalities. one and four, you're... You were two and three when I was I one for a brief moment there, but then yeah. bloody S Club Seven came marching back into the public consciousness. You're really keeping an eye on it, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, I watched really that. Watching it, Sessionless. Because what it is now, I'm drug and alcohol free. I'm pornography free. I am in a very happy monogamous relationship. I'm not doing pornography anymore. No, yeah. I, I, <laughs> there's no money anymore. <laughs> the old rubber buttons works its magic and it's been cast aside. So now, it yeah, says I'm pornography free. <laughs> what do you mean? That's my new phrase. 
Pornography free. <laughs> is that not a proper bit of language? Massive victory. No, you can watch us on Facebook if you want. And if you were watching us, you'd see my legs up on a desk like a man who could do pornography if he chose to. <laughs> what I mean is, is that I don't look at even pornography. <laughs> I don't look at it. I don't have nothing to do with it. I stay well clear of it. But with this leg high up as it is, <laughs> you, you, and my enlightenment at a new high level... I'll just stop with you. No one is going to... Stop once I can. That's Mr. G you can hear there in the background. He's an important part of this show. At some point, he'll be summarising it with a poem. Did very well. It was a very good poem last week, I thought, mate. Yeah, well, I'll try our best. I, you I left it lying around on the desk. Huh? You're not listening to anyone. You're just. <laughs> no, when I'm doing my buttons, I'm not plugged in. Not not to the reality. It's just me and the buttons now, you see. Riding that old <laughs> When I'm riding, baby, that's me focused. If only I'd had a bet on the Grand National, I would have won. Well, my granddad was yeah. called Arthur, and he always bet on the Grand National. My mum and dad were going to put a bet on for him yeah. from heaven. Right, fair enough. Why not? Why let death stand in the way of gambling? Exactly. And they forgot. They, it would I forgot the same thing. To one. Not motivated by, of course, the, a love of a, a deceased relative, but as you know, I starred in the smash hit movie, Arthur. And as well, my name is Russell, and the person that trained that horse was called something like Geraldine Russell or something, and I was listening to it on TalkSport, another radio station. You and can listen to that as well. signifiers. The signifiers were all there. It prompted me, and I was going to bet on the national, but then I didn't bet because I didn't want to become addicted to gambling, so I thought, well, maybe I would, you know. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I've not had a bet. Um, Matt, have you noticed that the newsreader's not in here now? The news is pre-recorded. What? What's happened to Sunter? Sunter the newsreader. What honestly happened? Because what? Well, she didn't want to come in with us. She didn't like it, and she said it's because she didn't feel comfortable near you, Matt, or you, G. <laughs> That's not true. And man. my smouldering charisma from across this island. Of... Because something's happened. We, did, we were your, nice to her. pornography-free twitching that got to her. <laughs> yeah. She saw this man riding a desk with such dexterity, <laughs> like a young Peter Capaldi in the TARDIS. So she pre-records pre it now. I think it was Neil, the producer's idea. I don't think it's as a result of is any... It's off-putting for you, because you were... I, I liked having the news read live. So that news that you've just listened to pre-recorded, that stuff may no longer be relevant. It could be fake news. It could already have it's happened. Been recorded from a gated facility, <laughs> <laughs> from a refuge. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a sec, because I've got a lot of content <coughs> to talk Sorry. you through. What are you doing over here, Neil? Is it the levels that are problematic? Yes, Every time you come over here, I see it as a criticism of my desk riding, which I'm very sensitive about. Very necessary criticism. Right, so over the next hour, there will be three commercial breaks around 20 minutes past... <laughs> 20 minutes and well, 40 minutes. Don't switch off, then. <laughs> the stay tuned for that. not say that. <laughs> all right. All right. There could on be, highlights. There, there could be a commercial break at any time. Ooh. You never know when it might strike. Advertise the advert. Two minutes of commercials. I'll stop talking about trade, it. Trade, check a trade, drop com. There will be News. <laughs> news recorded. Pre-recorded. In the news, anyway. From a steel the news cube. Happens, you have to know. Exactly, that was my point. You can't pre-record news. You can't just say, oh, Donald Trump's probably done something or another bar now. He lives on his nerves, <laughs> that man. Go in that studio again. <laughs> uh, well, what all that Sunter needs to do is re record every possible variable of what could potentially happen in the multiverses yep. and uh, then take the rest of the week off. That's my advice to her. Of course, I'll be um, promoting my tour. The Russell Brand Rebirth Tour. I, was I looked at dates, right, because I am mm. going to come, honestly. Yeah, your parents are coming tonight in Dartford. No, in Dartford. Um, Bob and Sue. You go, it's 
quite sporadic around the country because I was thinking, when are you in London? And that's what do you mean? It's like someone fl fl like twitching around the yeah, nation. Not, you're not actually out on a tour bus going around. You no come, way. You I'm, go home. That's right. You look at apologize. the baby. <laughs> oh, goodness me. So sorry. I'm so sorry. No, no. I like. I I can't go for long, prolonged periods away, Matthew. Not with my nerves. It'd be oh, no good no. at all. So like, um, I, I tell you what. There's a competition, and I need you to to grow up and help me to devise it because what it is is. It's to win tickets to see me in Southampton. Now, what's the number and how do you win this competition? What would be a good call? Like, how to can we help you? Just <laughs> you, help you. Like we know already. There's a competition which <laughs> we need to devise. That's it, devise. That's the word I was looking for. Could we Isn't devise Isn't that quite specific to people who live in Southampton? Yeah, you should. Well, Is yeah, unless you, unless you travel. You could be Southampton, you could be Portsmouth, you could you be anywhere along the you're South You're all coast. over the world. Right. Not the world, the country. Sorry. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but why, would the, why are the tickets for Southampton? Because we want to push those tickets. Oh, okay. Well, that's what you think this is. <laughs> yeah, we ain't going to push tickets by giving away for free. You're right. This whole competition needs to be devised from the ground floor. Once again, I'm glad I brought you on board. You are a clever man. You are a real whiz kid. So, also, we're going to be talking about, like, uh, news stories that are funny. We've had plenty of emails. Don't worry, I'm not struggling for content. No, <laughs> Did I mention saying. the advert? <laughs> Look at this lovely bit of content that I'm very fond of. This is, uh, you know, I came up with a very good item uh, when have you tried to help someone but actually made things much, much worse. And that's not a reference to Christianity making things much, much worse. I just happened to press that. Could have easily have pressed Did Buddhism. Did you preload these? Could have pressed Islam, could have pressed Judaism. Now all the religions done them all together. blended together, yeah? And that's a comment. And that's how a... harmonious it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't all the great faiths come together as one faith? Could happen, could happen. Um, okay, so, uh, look, there's this. Hi, Russell, says Lorna. I tried to help someone by giving them the Heimlich manoeuvre only to realise halfway through he was actually having a heart attack. Thankfully he survived, but I'm not sure my efforts helped. No. It's not a bad idea though, because don't they, your compression on the heart, mm. you sometimes do that to get them going. Compressed so in my heart, and you're to blame, you gave Heimlich a bad name. Heimlich actually, you're not, the Heimlich family have banned that phrase from being used. Like when you sing happy birthday, you meant to pay 20p yeah. to the happy birthday family. Same with the Heimlich <laughs> manoeuvre. Every time you mention it, you have to pay the Heimlich descendants 20p. You can check that, it's an actual fact. Matt? What? Don't you believe me? No. No. I know there's, true. Some, there's something about it. You're meant to call it, it some other manoeuvre. Like, if you're on the TV and you go, like, say on casual, where they go, quick, do the Heimlich manoeuvre. They can't. Because so how it's much have we cocked up so far? We are in great debt. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're going to have to have limitless commercials just to, to pay for my mentioning of Heimlich. So, it. What? Stop saying it. I know, I will. No, you just meant to call it some other sort of manoeuvre. Why did I let all these dissonant faiths become one true religion? Let's just stop them. Divide them out and have to have no religions. Now, I'm trying to play a record here, and hopefully it's going to happen simply by press pressing a switch. It'll be as simple as that. Well, that's the Strokes, isn't it? You can't argue with that. That was the Strokes. Was you're listening then. to Russell Brand on Radio X. It's a Sunday morning. We're doing this live. Hopefully you're outside enjoying the world, feeling... It's a nice day out deep there. It's a nice day out there. You should be feeling very peaceful and joy. I suppose what this might be like listening to is someone discovering radio for the first time. Like, yeah. Yeah, like for people that are familiar with the media, but that means anyone in born the in the last century. The time, really. I'm like a time traveller, really. Yeah, you've always said things like that, apparently. Matt, we've got to help. Look, there's a few things we've got to do. One, we've got to devise that competition, like, because it'll, it'll be texting a thing to win tickets to see me. Are we going to... Is the winner selected today? 
Yeah, this is happening yeah, within the, the show. Oh, okay, that's good. This happens live. This happens absolutely live. To go, like, um, we're on Facebook Live now, Rebirth Tour, Southampton, 2nd of May. That's what it'll be to win um, comp tickets to. We've got to devise a competition. Like, I guess it's like answer some question. They're never hard, these things. When you watch, say, This Morning or whatever, it's never like, how do we once and for all resolve the continual conflict in the Middle East? It's never about, like, geopolitics, is it? It's Wouldn't not it be the best person to put your head into some por pornography? Huh? <laughs> well, who, the Photoshop you into some pornography. No, no, don't Photoshop me into pornography. And you're not allowed to judge it, because you're obviously not allowed to look at pornography. <laughs> so I'll never see it, and I have to just trust you to. No, it shouldn't involve pornography, Matthew, because the pornography industry is very cheeky, as we all know. <laughs> <laughs> pornography. Sort of abdominal thrusts, right? Yeah. I was right about Heimlich, wasn't I? You can't well, use the words Heimlich manoeuvre without paying a small yeah. surcharge. On Wikipedia it says abdominal thrusts, also called the Heimlich manoeuvre. But if that's the sort of, you know, the non-branded term, mm. I don't that, abdominal, that's down there. Yeah, it sounds different. And abdominal up thrusts, here. it comes up, you're more likely to be transgressing with the, uh, the, the royalty laws with that, because I'm always using the phrase abdom you're abdominal also, thrusts. also doing them. I, I know. I, that is part of my... It's like a twitch to abdominally thrust, particularly since I've been granted control over this desk. Okay, so think of a... Comp right, don't, no, don't comp me into pornographic imagery. Oh, That's know. the last sort of thing we require. What we want is something nice, loving, to do with unity and togetherness. Gee, you're a poet. These are the sort of thoughts that should come effortlessly to your mind, like a young John And Keats. what do they win? They win two tickets to... Southampton Rebirth. Two. Right. Just two. How about, Just how about two. the best renaming of the Heimlich Manoeuvre? All right, that, what should we call the Heimlich manoeuvre? Stop yeah. saying it, though. What should call we call it that manoeuvre? Yeah. <laughs> right, hold on, Neil, the producer, says we can't do that. Why? Different T's and C's are required for that. Different T's and C's. What, what sort of question can it be? It needs to have, like, a definitive, definitive answer. answer. Definitive answer. Right, right. Okay. okay. Right. Two, two options. Was it either... A or B. Right, it's got to be a simple thing. A or B. <clears throat> Yes or no, like a simple binary question. Is that the right thing okay, to do or not? we'll think of one. While you're thinking of that, this is from Grant Forrester. Hi, Russ, he says, referring to a time when he's tried to help people and it's gone dreadfully wrong. A bit like me when I tried to overthrow the government. Didn't work out, did it, sadly. But early days, yeah, I'm doing that degree at university, learning an awful lot of stuff. They are quaking in their boots. They're quaking. <laughs> they're, they're, some of them have taken off their boots and replaced do your sprinting boots. I do sometimes do the homework. What I do is I've become friends with quite a lot of professors. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Brad Evans, he's a professor. You. Should we stroll in the ground? What was the lecture yesterday? <laughs> Russell, have you done your homework? <laughs> well, I mean, that's a question, isn't it? It goes back to the beginning of time, I suppose. <laughs> that one, it's making friends with professors. I have. Brad Evans, he's... Ooh, <laughs> I've heard of him. He's the episode one of Under the Skin. He, he wrote a oh, book right. called Liberal Terror. Well, you meant your professors. I've tried making friends with them, but they actually Apple meet me. a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, no, it's Sean Hawthorne. She's one of my professors, and she might right. be a doctor. I can't tell all the, the new words, but I'm pretty friendly with her. I call her up for advice. I go, right, because I have to sometimes do presentations with the other students. They're all about 22 years old. They're sharp as tacks, these kids. They come from all around the world. They speak amazing English. They know all about postmodernism, critical theory, religious and political history. They're, they're real brightest buttons. They're all clever clogsies. But what they don't do... What do you do? Hold up the professors. <laughs> Point to the word as they say them, and nod. No, well, obviously I've got very friendly, very cosy with a lot of the professors there, and I'm relying on street smarts, mate. 
School of Hard Knocks, yeah? University of Life. Kindergarten of a kick up the ass. That's where I learned my street smarts. D minus. <laughs> Damn, another one. I've not done actually any homework yet because I find it a lot of Do pressure. Do you have any grades yet? Nah, well, no, because I keep not doing the homework. Are you but bringing like a weekly report. To yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to go parents' evening for your university. <laughs> That's your parent. We're very concerned about Russell's Larry progress. Him. He's got a stash of pornography in his desk. <laughs> <laughs> Things we don't know about. <laughs> he doesn't wear trousers and pants. We also want to change that holding image where I look like a sort of a vampire's uncle in a film about young vampires. You look like, like a I'm... self-help guru with no trousers and pants on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a waist-up shot. And like a yeah, I look. I look elderly and I look concerned. I that image won't be there. We'll do a new photo shoot. We'll all be in it. Look at, there I am now. I look like a werewolf. I look like a werewolf mid-change. I look like an, 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 like, have a look at it on Facebook. It's up there now. Russell like, Brown um, back soon. It's like, like, like the latest version of Teen Wolf, you know? Yeah. You're like Teen Wolf now. It went terribly wrong. Octogenarian wolf. Uncle, oh. uncle. Huh? I was going to say Granddad Wolf, Octo but Wolf? Uncle Wolf. Uncle Wolf, yeah, he still got it a little bit. He could still go out to a singles you, bar, hang out tragically. Wolf. He was still a teen... He was a wolf, wasn't he? Well, he was yeah. A... yeah, but he was no teen wolf, mate. He was very portly. He was the shape of a barrel, the fella, That's wasn't true, he? Yeah. And he could have told young Marty McFly earlier, if you ask me. He should have said, Marty, you will be turning into a teen wolf any minute now. Here's some advice. We will be continuing with these themes. We will be inventing competitions. We will be telling you how people have tried to help each other, like Grant Forrester, one day a baby bird was in the middle of my lawn on a blistering hot day. I put a chair over it to protect it from the sun, then thinking it must be thirsty, I tried to dribble water into its mouth from a pipette. It took a couple of mouthfuls and then keeled over and died. I felt awful. Tried to help, ended up making things worse. Think of times that you've done that. Think of a competition for yourself to answer, then answer it. And also, think about these products. Russell Brand. Radio X. So that's some commerce for you there. That's uh, that's the way that the the world works. There's no point complaining about it. If you want to talk to us, you can. You can tweet us on at Radio X. We can text us eight three nine three six. Or you can email Russell at RadioX.co.uk. I've had some tweets here. Some people say, like Gary Yates, the comedic value of Rusty Rockets. That's my Twitter name. Is uh, elevated by the fact that Russ is utterly useless on the desk. Hashtag funny hurtful. Lindsay says, Russell, please let Matt drive the desk. Yeah, Simple I honestly can't remember. How do it. No, of course you won't. Hey, Russ, Matt and G, says Dan, the Matt Morgan Appreciation Society are meeting in Manchester at the end of this month. And Matt, I can't believe that for after everything you've put the radio listeners of Earth through, the Matt Morgan Appreciation Society hasn't disbanded. They're still appreciating me. They're still appreciating <laughs> you, and they've never invited me Worldwide. to speak. Oh, we would man. like to invite, invite Matt to culturally review the occasion. It takes place on Saturday the 29th. Saturday the 29th. So it could be reviewed on the show on the 30th. This person's producing our show for us. We've got producers here. We've got Gareth. We've got Neil. We've got Jen. Matt, would you consider... I mean, with a man with an ego as bloated as your cheeks used to be when you met Slash, surely <laughs> you would love to go and culturally review an appreciation society of yourself. My nightmare. I've met those people sometimes and they're nice, yeah. but... Imagine going to a thing where everyone appreciates you. That's my life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's every day for all us out there in the world. Appreciation. Why appreciation. is it in Manchester? If it was nearer, maybe... They don't, they don't appreciate you enough. Not yeah. down in the south, mate. You're not. You're not. The people in the me. south are not from. It's because you're from the south. Because you're a Dartford lad. What else Some is there on here? Me, that's why. I think you should consider going, Matt, because that's called gratitude. Luke, friend of the show, goes. Uh, it, he, this is question of the day. He's going to do this every week. Evidently, he's not being paid. He's not being asked. This is what. Is it an A or B answer? Because he could. Oh, that's a be shame. In charge of the competition. Yeah, Luke. If you go back, in, if you could go back to history at any time for one day, where would you go? 
I'd even, I think I'd go back to Victoria in London, have a walk around, see if I could get in with the Royals, get it friendly with Victoria, particularly after Albert died. She was so vulnerable, wasn't she? She was so vulnerable after mm. the death of Prince. I could have had big gold bloody great statues in every park in London <laughs> by now. <laughs> no? Well, well, you just turned up as some weird visitor from the future. <laughs> They'd love a weird visitor from the future, wouldn't they? I'd be able to yeah. tell them what was going on. It'd be like, good night, sweetheart, and having a Nicholas You've Linda's got tattoos. Vehicle. They'd think you were some weird sailor. They would, wouldn't they? My God, a time traveller sailing through time, and perhaps time is an element like the water. Have you not got a bed for that? Hold a little sound <laughs> thing you want to press? Right. Or perhaps time is like a chariot of fire. Or <laughs> uh. <Well>, perhaps... <laughs> What? Or perhaps time is a bit like, wait a sec, like a, a school with a sausage being thrust towards... <laughs> what people. have you got those noises? I don't know. Neil will arrange them for me. I think they're lovely noises. Don't <laughs> criticise, Neil. You're ruined. But this is very good because we're on Radio X and look at that. Yeah, we're on Radio X. Okay, and then this really gives us an idea of the expertise we're talking about. So, okay, uh, let's ask, ask a, a genuine question about... There's got an A or B answer, for heaven's sake, right? Yeah, no, this just this sort of thing's meant to be done off air, I suppose. Mm, you're right, this isn't contest. I mean, how postmodern and meta are we? I mean, Katie Hopkins is somewhere in this building, isn't she? She's broadcasting She's now. In this building. We could go and find her, and is it possible to save Katie Hopkins' soul with pure, undiluted love? Answer A, yes, or B, no. I think it's yes. I think everyone can be redeemed through well, the love of the, the ulterior conscience. Oh, oh, we don't know. Maybe it's not possible. Everyone will be going to Portsmouth. <laughs> Southampton, you fool. Oh, sorry. Portsmouth, are they hated enemies? What's wrong with you, man? So, yeah, you can text us, can we save Katie Hopkins' soul? 83936. There is a definitive answer to that, and I happen to know it. So you can uh, text us there. Why, why don't you just go... What martial art does Russell practice at the moment? Is oh. it A? Oh, you're brilliant. Bra Brazilian jiu-jitsu, jiu or, or is B, it C? Is it Krav Maga? Is it judo? Or is it B or C judo? Yep, very good. And if you want to text us to answer that question, and you won't be able to, I'm challenging you. If you want to come see me in Southampton on the 2nd of May, you just have to text the word rebirth, your name and your answer to 83936. Is it jujitsu or is it judo? That's all you got to do, 83936. Huh? And then just say the word. Jujitsu. Well. Or is it judo what I do? Do I do judo or do I do voodoo? Yeah, do voodoo. That judo that what do you, you do, do so well. <laughs> there you go, see? It could be either one of them. Text us at uh, 83936 with the word rebirth and the word uh, jujitsu or judo, depending <laughs> on which one you think it is. But I liked my Can We Save Kate Hopkins' soul through pure love. And you believe that you can? I think anyone can be redeemed. I believe in redemption. I believe in forgiveness. Thank God I believe in forgiveness. Otherwise, I wouldn't have a job on the radio, would I? So would, you say, would you say that the word irredeemable should be removed from your vocabulary? Only as a... No, leave it there as a frame of reference to show us the value of redemption. But I think it's worth considering, if you look at Isaiah, which I do, it's a book out of the Bible, it goes uh, this, uh, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. I was once in Brixton Prison. Don't ask too many questions. I guess I hang out. <laughs> Have a pretty rough crowd. <laughs> I was in the chapel at Brixton yeah, Prison. Yeah, I know it, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't try and out-prison me, G. I could out-prison you. <laughs> I've been in plenty of prisons. I'm a real... I like a bit of the old rough stuff myself. Both of them haven't been there for criminal reasons. She no. <laughs> does poetry there. I went to visit Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Russell, what do you do there? I went there to help people with drug problems, and it was really yeah. funny because there were some people having yard time. I know the slang. Yard I know the slang. Time. Right? And they, goes, and they went to me... Like, they knew that I was there for drug-type reasons. I went, oh, all right there, Russell. Just so you know, yeah? Call Frank! Call Frank! <laughs> they were shouting all, like, actual, like, anti-drug slogans. Anyway, 
I was meant to be giving a reading out a letter of note, letters live. It's this thing, right? And also there was like Kate Tempest. She's a poet. Benedict Cumberbatch. He's a Actor. famous star. I was next to him. I was feeling a bit nervous, you know, because there was a big crowd there. I thought I was going to be reading these poems and letters to the prisoners, you know, because I'm, I, as you know, I love prisoners. Well, who were, what, so loads of celebrities just loads went in a room of the prison, read a... poems to each other and then went home. <laughs> yeah! It's sarcastic, <laughs> isn't it? Britain's changed, mate. Yeah. <laughs> only let two or three prisoners in there to watch. I thought it was like a VIP event. I thought it was going to be flooded with prisoners and I'd have a chance to really reach out, man. What were you wearing? Like your little orange jumpsuit? <laughs> I had little uh, plastic handcuffs on, furry handcuffs from a joke shop. <laughs> oh, guys, I've been through the bloody meal. I'm right there with you. No, like I was, uh, well, I wanted to do stuff with prison radio, me. I wanted to help all sorts of people. Good, good, good stuff. Yeah, we should give yeah. them this for now. What about you told me that you went to a prison, was it when you went to a prison and all the slang had changed and you were really out of date and they didn't know what score meant that was score. yeah when I used to score drugs yeah. and they went what, what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, they yeah, didn't that, know that, that word they weren't prisoners they were just young people well on their way to prison <laughs> no, 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 no they're fine they're going to be cool with them kids but anyway when I was in Brixton uh, Chapel at Brixton pr Prison it says on the wall fear not for I've redeemed you I've called you by your name you are mine and I did feel a bit scared because I had to read that letter out and then I thought what's he saying fear not for I've redeemed you and I thought rede redeem means redemption or salvation but also mean, redeem means cash in, like redeem a voucher. And if you belong to the universal consciousness, if you belong to the ulterior force that is the cradle of all reality, then you can never be afraid because you are carried by the Lord, or are you carried by something far darker? This is about Katie Hopkins. Radio X. Russell Brand. Very pleased to meet Satan, I'm sure. <laughs> in spite of everything, what well, he bloody went and put Jesus through. Poor fella. Absolute bloody outrage is what I think. Oh, let's still go. Quiet, lads. That's enough now. How many more times? Mm, they're gone, don't worry. No, not this again. Why not? Why do you think I'm being too evangelical? Is it because I'm playing with the music? I think it's when you build up to the end of a link and yeah. you're developing some thinking time to which button you're going to press. Yeah, that's like, right. oh, can't we all be together on a Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> this and oh, which button is it? I've got to keep talking like this. You turn into a weird evangelical person. You criticise me if you will, mate. But I've mastered those buttons. It's like, it's like that QVC like, like that shopping yeah. channel where they're yeah, trying they're to get you time. something. Yeah. Fill in time. But well, let me tell you this. You may see a man before you that's fulfilling time and with evangelical powers and passions, but is that not what we're all doing on our short time on planet Earth? But what I see before me is a man whose competitions are going very well. The lines are blowing up. That could be because I've pressed the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> or it might be because people are dying to tell me that it's jujitsu or is it judo that I do indeed. Hmm. Which one is it? Also, we're talking about whether or not you can redeem pure evil simply with love. <laughs> one of the questions. And another thing, you know, there's that who, guess who decides wins the competition? The algorithm. The really? algorithm, yeah. Matt. Is this the age where the algorithm is God? That's just one of the things I was discussing. What, a randomizer. Is it a randomizer or is it an algorithm? Well, What's the difference? Well, well an, an algorithm is logic and a randomizer is not logic. So is that the two components of human consciousness? The unconscious oh, looking mind. looking for a button again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or it could it be? I it... believe it was. <laughs> said, uh, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is that uh, the algorithm is now like the Lord. The algorithm decides whether or not you can have a mortgage. The algorithm that decides whether or not you're free. Oh, is that I'm your new revolution against the algorithm? That I've got to bring... really understand what it is. <laughs> I've not understood. Yeah, you're right. I mean, a lot of my revolutions, I don't understand my opponent. That's that is true. Let me stop you now, darling. That's oh, come on, love. Oh, pipe down, dear. Um, 
No, when I done my podcast last week with Yuval Noah Harari, I love saying his name. I you, know, you it took do. me so long to learn it, Yuval Noah Harari. Oh, Did you call him that all the way through? Yeah, I kept saying it. And Professor at the beginning, because I always call them Professor on Under the Skin to emphasise that they're an actual professor. Well, is that how you get on it? You have to be a professor? You should be a professor if you're coming on. If you're coming on, you should be a professor. Adam Curtis isn't a professor. I know, I shouldn't have let him on, really. I regret <laughs> it. But he was good. He was, he'd done a good job, to, to be fair to Adam Curtis. He'd done a good... Especially for a fella who's not even a professor. Yeah, when I was talking to Yuval Noah Harari, he, it was him that told me that, what we, that intelligence and consciousness are two separate phenomena, and intelligence is now because of... AI, artificial intelligence, is at a point where all, human beings are almost obsolete. But he said it won't be the glamorous world of the Matrix. It'll be some drab little cell where we're kept moderately happy, powerless and impotent. By machines or by algorithms? I, I can't remember. I switched off by the I was just practicing <laughs> next time I tell you, Val Noah Ferrari. Harari! <laughs> hip hip Ferraro! <laughs> no, he's bloody good, actually. It's well worth so what's consciousness skin. We No one knows, no one knows what consciousness is. That's one of my key points. It's always been one of my key points. Who knows what consciousness is? Your guess is as good as mine, my friend. Good as mine. Probably a bit better, because you might have thought about it a bit more. <laughs> OK, so that, uh, that competition, we're going to wrap that up after, say, I don't know, when? About half an hour? You have to put a time limit on it, so what time is it now? I'd say, yeah. Half- Five past twelve, it stops dead. No matter what. Five, so you've got until then to answer, what is it I do? Jiu-jitsu or judo? Do you know? And you can text that to 83936. That's uh, to win a pair of tickets for, to see me out at Southampton on May the 2nd. Is that right? Let me have a little look at the old thing that I've got here. Yes, that's 2nd of May. Or you can just watch us live on Facebook right now. I know. What is going on? This is meant to be radio. There's six cameras on us here. Mm. We're massive bright lights. Yeah. It's not I good. don't even... I, thought I, you know, didn't have to brush my hair for yeah. this. No, I can see. I've I got a missing see. tooth. I know, you've got, you should get that replaced. I know, I haven't got round to it, but gold now I'm on one. camera every week, I'm going to have to. Well, that's right, mate. You, I'm not going to get a gold one. Why? What are you going to get? Mother I did think about a silver one, but then I just thought, just get a tooth that looks like my other teeth. Why? You went full circle. <clears throat> yeah. Get a golden one, I think. No, that's two nineties. Two nineties. Okay. You wouldn't get a gold tooth. Oh yeah, that competition needs the key word rebirth. If you don't put that in your text, then we're going to just ignore it. So for heaven's sake, do put uh, that in. So it it'd probably costs you ten pence, does it? Standard rate. Standard rate. Mm. So who gets that money, Russell? Uh, <laughs> yeah, where's that go? Who does get it? The phone lines. We should we should get a piece of that, shouldn't we? Poor <laughs> <laughs> cheese going home on the bus. Yeah, Alg- we're going to sort you out a bit of cash for doing this the as well. Alg- the algorithm gets it, man. Yeah, the bloody algorithms yeah. after everything. Everyone should be getting paid <laughs> for their contributions to this show. It's an absolute must. Now, Matt, what's going on with your landlady or whatever it is? Aren't you about to be turfed out in no, the, I'm into not the now. streets? <clears throat> she wanted to put a six-month break clause in my contract. But you're a no. family man. You have two kids. You have a wife. Yeah, and that and that's I've had that before, and... Once they put that in, it means you've got to get out six months. Does they, it? Don't, they only put it in when they want to kick you out. Right, yeah, Six otherwise. months. Yeah. But no, I, so I phoned her and... Uh, you took care of the matter for yourself. I just thought, why go through an estate agent? I'll just phone her because we've mm. got her number. And then uh, I had this weird conversation with her and she's got... I hope she doesn't listen to this. I doubt she listens to she Radio listen X. How old was she, do you imagine? I'm 60-something. This radio station struggles to get female listeners. That's why we got the gig. There's no way she's. There's no way any woman struggles that's to get female newsreaders into the same. <laughs> uh, she's in the steel cube. That was the one listener <laughs> we had was the lady that does the news. And go on, but you've got. She's well, in I her sixties. She had the exact voice of uh, Monty Python women. The mother of Brian. It's not the designer. <laughs> no, you'll pay it. your bloody rent, or you'll be out in your ear like that. Honestly, yeah, like that. 
That's Honestly. how she speaks. So what she said? Hello, yes. How she got herself into like a Mrs. Money bag? Under the string of properties. I don't know how she did the deals with that on voice. A, well, by, That's probably by why. email. I'll give you five grand. People <laughs> <laughs> just went, well, all right. I suppose so. It is daunting to you. That's what could tell me what happened to you. Well, she said, she, well, at first I said, well, you know, like you've put the rent up a little bit and you, we, we asked you to paint the place, but you haven't painted it. So she went, well. And then, I said, you know, when someone like, you, like all this backed up rage comes out, mm, she I do know about backed up. She switched. Switched, and she she went. Well, actually, I was very upset to hear from Nigel. Whoops! I should have changed his mind. Who's name. Nigel? David. Could have been Ken. Could have been Kenneth. Kenneth. It wasn't Nigel. It no. was David. David. From David. <laughs> Not <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> Nigel's been nothing but help. If it, I've only good things to say about Nigel's Nigel. At the handyman, who we thought was well, he is really nice. I've got to mm. be careful now. And I, mm. He was really, he's really nice. He comes mm. around and fixes things when they, you know. But Handy. she said, I heard from David. <laughs> <laughs> David, the handyman. Very upset to hear from David. You've attached lots of animal heads to the walls. Have you? No. Have you? I've, there's two <laughs> antique buffalo skulls on wooden things. Oh, she made good. it sound like we'd killed foxes and <laughs> nailed, like drawing pinned their heads to all the walls in our house. All over the walls of the house, animal heads. <laughs> You're like a Canadian furrier. <laughs> Your whole house is like a haunted hammer house of horror. It's alive with skulls. What have you done to the And I was saying, hang on a minute, that makes us sound like serial killers. We haven't done that. I said, there's mm. two antique buffalo. And then later on in the conversation, that's, you know when it doesn't register with someone? Mm. Went, Damn, all those animal heads. <laughs> Like, there's no animal heads on her walls. That come poor I'm going to come and do a thorough check it, for think, animal heads. I think you've been around. You would have noticed. Matthew, my eyes were cast downwards because of the sheer number of animal heads. Radio X. Yeah, that's right. Do whatever you choose to do. You're free, ain't you? Let's see what Katie Hopkins is up to over on LBC. There she is. Has been mugged. His equipment uh, stolen. He oh, had no. to return to the what? UK. Is that crossing the streams? Is that dangerous? Ghostbusters. This is all right. This is a radio vortex. I see you. Which I think is rather different to many of my colleagues mm. here at this radio station. Ooh. And indeed, many of the other columnists. Now you keep still, Katie. Oh dear. She sounds lovely. I think. Oh, I think all this love we're beaming at Katie Hopkins is having a real impact. As a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. She sounds a lot better. There's a lovely email here from Grey, oh, Alice, who calls herself Grey World in another identity. She says, I'm really grateful to have you back on air. My be boyfriend, Paul, and I were getting to the end of listening to all the old radio shows and podcasts on repeat, and we, we really hoped and prayed to have you back together and to know that you're all still friends. I live in New York, but I work as an occupational therapist in Hull, which is a long drive in a very old car. Gareth is, is pumped to hear the word Hull and only has a CD player, so I download podcasts to have you guys keep me company. You're so integrated into our lives. It's like you're our best mates. Oh, that's really lovely. So the thought of you talking about us on air will blow our little socks off. I'm currently away from Paul in Malta for a festival. Paul is at home, hungover in New York. It'll be bloody great if you could read this out while he's feeling fragile. No doubt missing me and listening to the show without me. Maybe Mr G will fit us into the poem. Malta is very cold and windy right now. I think England is having a heat wave. That's from Alice. And I'll tell you why Malta's cold. It's to do with bloody Brexit probably, is it? Probably don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's in the middle of a tempest. Lost in a whirlwind. 96 Bonnie and Clyde. Me and my girlfriend, which happened to be Tupac's gun, if I've understood the yep. way that hip-hop works. Picked you up when you were 22. There, oh, yeah, he's yeah. a very, I mean, what a genius, what a great... I've just caught on to this yeah. Tupac fellow, oh, he's got a lot of talent and a very bright future. Uh, that competition's all but finished, now it's going for a little bit longer. Text the word rebirth and... 15 uh, minutes left. 15 minutes, now there's plenty of time for you to respond Make to that. little 10 Ps. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't make them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't accept them. I really wouldn't. There's no. There's no way they'll take it. Matt, are you a bit concerned about old uh, David? You've thrown him to the lions, haven't you? Old. Well, I'm a bit worried. Dave. Yeah, I mean, there was more to that story, even that she, with the tumble dryer. Well, it, what if you don't David grasped us up. The tumble dryer got a new tumble dryer, and then it was replaced quite tumble. soon after because it started going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like it was remorseful. It's like, like Morrissey a, tumbling, uh, do it dry in your yeah. washing. It was like oh. a seal was in there. And the animal, the seal. Oh. The seal Which he would have hated, Morrissey, because he loves seals. Oh, God. Particularly. It, was, yeah, it was a nightmare. But like, and then I said about that. No, she said about that. She said, oh, and, and we got you a new tumble dry. And then we. But, and I said, well, that was an awful. Hey, we got you a new tumble dry. The fluff was backed up to the pipe. <laughs> you meant to empty the fluff. <laughs> I said, well, we did empty the fluff. It was a mental conversation with her. Went Why don't you ring her up now and get her on the damn no, wires or no, record her? Brilliant. I like the sound I of this lady. I, was, I did think, when I, when I was talking, I was thinking, her voice is rather special. I need to record this, but I think that's mm. illegal. No, it's not illegal. It is. N Neil just nodded. Matthew, Matthew, come to old Russ. I know the laws of the airwaves better than most. Let's see how Katie Hopkins right. is doing. It's mm. that I choose not to sit here. She's getting better every time we go. Gob off about things. I oh. choose to go. Katie, <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare, dear! Not on the wireless. Yeah, is, is she somewhere that we can go and look in a window and see? Of her? She's yes, she there. is. Because Neil's lying and he's laughing. Uh, we could run you up could there. Could run up there. Yeah. Show her your bum. Oh no, don't do that. Brilliant. Actually, yeah, that's yeah, probably, do it. Do she'll it. She'll probably do it. That was a sex assault. Oh no, yeah, no. All right, we'll just go up there. Two thumbs up in the air for Katie. Why not? Just go. Yeah, go on. Go on. Up there and say I've come to redeem you. Take a photo of yourself, like there a selfie with her. of her in the background. I'll do it, Matt. You think I'm scared? I'm not scared. I've danced with the devil in a pale loon. Do BJJ or judo? Which one is it? Eight three nine three six. Text the word rebirth. Tickets for <laughs> Southampton rebirth tour. Here is some news. Could it be fake news? Could it be actual news? Has news got any value? With all this information accessible to us, has information become absolutely worthless? Well, not in Disneyland. It bloody well ain't. A Walt Disney World patron has been accused of choking a girl who was blocking her view at the Magic Kingdom fireworks show, according to the Orange County Sheriff's Office. I was once in trouble with the Malibu uh, Malibu Sheriff's Office. Oh, I remember for throwing a phone through a window. Oh uh, no! That was uh, what I done was, is I let some Florida. I let some goats out of their pen in Malibu because I was, I was, I mean, I was in a very, I was emotionally fragile. I was staying in a house in Malibu. Pre-fame or mid-fame? You can't stay in a house in Malibu without a bit of fame, mate. They ain't cheap in places in Malibu. And they sent they some other people. They said we need to. I was staying there, just being pensive, writing, you know, looking out the sea, coming up with ideas and notions, dreaming of a better future, not just for me, Matt, but for all of us. And uh, they said we need to let someone else in the house now. It's a bride and groom. They're having their wedding here next week do you mind if they come and have a look around i was fragile then mate and i went no absolutely not i need to be alone with my thoughts i said and i wouldn't and i goes they goes well come on they only want to have a look around for their wedding their wedding's here next week and i went now if you let them meet people in here this was on the phone this was my estate agency so i've had trouble with our estate agents too i goes i'll let all these goats out their pen there was a pen full of goats and uh, they said, hold on a sec, steady on, old boy. I said, I'll let, the, <laughs> I'll let the goats out the pen, I'll let the goats in the house. And you know what goats are like, unbridled, Matt. That's why they're continually... Why wouldn't you just let some people come and look? What were you up to in there? Was this pornography day? <laughs> <laughs> this was mid-porn. Yeah, Very... a big rainbow arch of porno mags on his favourite page <laughs> all over his bed. All fanned out. They can't come in. <laughs> I'll release the goats. <laughs> <laughs> it was the goats that you were able to release That's at a right. posh Malibu mansion. That's how posh it was. Like they it was, had goats. It had its own goats in a paddock, a paddock full of goats. And rats were in there as well. They were there of their own accord. They weren't what, they were just. Well, it doesn't sound very posh to me. It sounds <laughs> like a rancid old farmhouse. <laughs>
I was paying their money hand over fist to stay in that place. They called the Malibu Sheriff's Department to say, we've got a madman in that. I had to go down and hide at the beach for a while, keep me head down. Really? Well, did they absolutely. get to look around the house? I think they did, and they said that the pornography selection was lovely, <laughs> and they used it as some bunting, I think, for their, <laughs> for their wedding. What happened to the goats? I didn't let them out because I thought it would be cruel to them. Oh, that's it was just actually. an empty threat. Well, yeah, I'm not going to let goats out without. Well, so you knowledge. made a threat. They called the police. You ran away to the beach. Yeah, I guess I live on the edge, don't I? I guess I'm a pretty crazy guy. I never know what I'll do next. It's not particularly relevant, but I just felt like pressing a button. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you've got that sort of power, Matt. It's difficult to resist it, uh, and that's why it's worrying having old Trumpletons up in the White House. <laughs> we were meant to listen to a record, Matt, but I've talked so long that it's not even an option anymore. We've got a lot of strands here. We're trying to make uh, Katie Hopkins better, just with pure love, just with pure love. We're trying to resolve your issues with your landlady, a landlady that's... They're resolved. Me and her, we're... What, how did you resolve until it? Until she hears this. Oh, yeah, then it's ruined. And she David, next this. time he comes does. tampering if with your plug hole, it'll be a problem. Right. What are you going to say to David when he comes around looking Nigel. at the floorboards? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he's all right. The fact that, I think, you know, look, it's like Chinese whispers. He said they've got... That's probably racist now. Don't you think? Uh, that, that's what people always say to the accusation of racism. Nah. I'll tell you why it is. It's because it's like, oh, you can't trust the Chinese. They'll whisper one thing, then they'll whisper another. Don't you think? All right, well, rename Chinese whispers then. Uh, <laughs> okay. Whispers. Hi, um, no, um... Now, ooh, this is tricky, isn't it? <laughs> Who don't we tricky trust? Whispers. <laughs> I gave it tricky whispers. Tricky whispers from the undesirables. Benefit sheet whisperers. Uh, let's call up Katie Hopkins and find out which marginalised group we can safely accuse of, of whispering. I don't think anybody anymore should be whispering. But anyway, go on. Have you resolved it with the landlord? Yeah, it's all resolved, really. Mm. We've got a 12-month contract. Yeah, I think it's time for you to... I've like, taken all the uh, animal heads down. And get them down. Them. Your gothic <laughs> palace of wonder. What's this your little boy thinks is Halloween music, Cohen? Oh, he likes classical music. And he thinks it's Halloween music. Yeah, how do you know that? Your missus put it on Facebook. My missus uh, right. seen it. It's like gossiping over the uh, they know that? fence. No, I put it... Um, he sometimes presses the button on the radio and mm. changes it. And then it was classical music and I thought, well, this won't last. And he went, oh, I like this. Oh. It's Halloween music. Why does he think it's Halloween music? Well, it, oh, do you know why? Because the first one was that... Um, it's not played uh, on a kazoo. <laughs> it's full of grandeur, that. Da, 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 well, da, da. What, who is that, Gareth? Peer Gint. Something to do with, yeah, in the, Peer the Gint Hall by of the King or something. Da, 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 da. I thought it was Charles of Valkyries. No, that's... No, I can't remember how that goes. It was my intro music for my last tour. That song... It's a bloody good bit of music. Gareth got a lovely video for that. coming on stage to that. Well, I've always thought that the fascists were not a bad bunch. They were trying... Now they may have made a few errors along the way. They had the best tunes. They did have... The tunes weren't the problem. It was the genocides we were always against. But he likes it, does he? He likes it. Well, it's changed now, but he likes lots of weird stuff. Prodigy he likes. I suppose he's... Ramones. He likes Prodigy Ramones and what he calls Halloween music already. Yeah. He's what a lovely boy. What a lovely lad. Right, let's just listen to a few little lads, then we'll be back here. Oh, nice for Nanny. Go and bother Cot Hopkins. I'm going to go and bother him. This. This. Is. This. Radio X. Russell Brand. You know, if you're a Muslim... Oh. It's the doctrine that you have to follow. 
I'm sorry about that. Um, Paul, I apologise for the interruption. Russell Brand just came charging into the studio asking if we're live. Russell, darling, just speak to the mic. Uh, we are live. Sorry, Paul, for this. Uh, Paul, Russell, I can you say sorry for Paul, interrupting please? you. Russell Brand, what? have some sense of, you know, diplomacy and don't be so rude. Paul, Paul here was making an important point from Croydon oh, and you've Russell. just ruined Hello, his Hello, Paul from Croydon. Carry on, mate. I didn't mean to interrupt but Katie did actually invite me in. No, I waved so you I... across into the area. It's so quiet. easy how these, mis these misunderstandings Brand, can occur. Would you mind leaving my studio and I'll deal with you after? You're a very naughty child. <clears throat> Would you mind moving? Hello, mate. How Russell Brand, we're going to go to the <laughs> news magic. whether you like it or not. This is some news. I, I can we please cut Russell We're coming with Brand's pure love. Pure you love. have no love, Katie. darling. Of course we do. Russell Brand, out. Out with you. Katie, goodbye, dear. Thank you for getting the Tory government into power, Russell Brand, and goodbye. Russell Brand. Radio. Right, we're back now. We're back from Dancing with the Devil in the Pale Moonlight. Oh, Matt that's, Morgan, we that's went crazy. on to LBC. I was in the same room as Katie Hopkins. I got in there. I felt like it was the, uh, it was the Thunderdome, Matt. I was frightened in there. Because she was initially very, very sweet. She invited me. We went downstairs to the LBC studio. Ran there, giddy. <laughs> giddy and high. We're putting the footage up online now. Filmed it all. I luckily had a pass to penetrate into the systems. I got right into the heart of the as Death Star. As soon as she saw Russell, she said, oh, Russell, come, come in, in, come, come into in, the studio. She, she waved at first, didn't she? Looked a bit like, she oh, did. hello, what's going on? Yes, sir. Then I reckon maybe that she had a tip-off. She, do you think she had a tip-off? She seemed a bit, sort of... No, she's probably got extrasensory power. She's in league with he who walks backwards. <laughs> she used necromancy. Something dark was going on, dark She said, hearts. come in. She and then when you went in, in, she had a go at you. She invited me and then Russell had a Brand, go what are you doing here? It was very, like, it was like it was cross between school and when Margaret Thatcher was in power. The feeling of being chastised. I, I was something about, that also even the space that she was broadcasting from, it was like a sort of a limitless... What? It's bigger than this well, it studio. It was like a limitless abyss. It was, wasn't it? Was it was on the precipice of another world. She anyway, invited you was... in and then said... Well, how rude. What's Paul doing was making here? an important point on the phone. And it was like, well... I didn't know about Paul from Croydon who was on the phone. I ended up talking to Paul from Croydon, but I couldn't hear him because I didn't have cans. Who knows what point Paul from Croydon was making. Then she, And then, as I was leaving, Matt, she blamed me for the Tory government getting into power. I know. Well, she thanked you, actually. She Did said, she thank, thank you for helping, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for helping the Tories get into power. She's not all bad old Katie Hopkins, is she? <laughs> but I must say, what was um, extraordinary about it is... Um, it's a feeling I've not had many times. He said, once I was trapped in a zoo overnight and I went up to the tiger cage and when the tigers were off duty, they had a... You weren't trapped in a zoo. You entered a zoo illegally, illegally overnight. Illegally. With your clothes off. Yes, yeah. I did With a girl. That. I pretended yeah. I was in Eden. That was a, those were beautiful, jolly, drug-fueled <laughs> days. Well, my point is, is, I felt like I was... I mean, it's only... Kate Hopkins, she's just off The Apprentice, isn't she? Yeah, she was a contestant, but now she's... Yeah, she's... That's her, you know, that's her... Spiel, isn't it? Cruelty monger. Cruelty, yeah, yeah. Well, well, also yeah. maybe people must like her because she's on LBC, must they? <clears throat> um, well, obviously, we, what we blundered into because I can't remember his name. It's Is that Noel, man of Quilliam? Yes, Quilliam Foundation. So they were obviously talking about Islam. So it was probably ah. quite serious when we turned up. Of course it probably was. We can have debates about religions as well. We're serious as We've well. We've got sound effects Wait too. Wait a second. Look at that. See, we can do that. Or alternatively, all of the faiths are being covered. It's all happening. Now, the competition lines are actually closed. It was uh, the rebirth competition to win two tickets to see me in Southampton. The question was initially going to be, can love cure evil? I've had to revise my view. I'm not <laughs> sure. Anymore, she's, she, she's going to come in. She's coming by. She's coming. Kate Hopkins really? is by the window. I've glanced that she's coming in. She's got a pass. Here she comes. Here right. she comes. Now, we've got uh -oh. to get on target now. This is uh, the time. Mic? This is what mic? Folks up. Katie, come in. I'm not sure if you're, which mic's live. Neil, come and put one up. 
to stop this religious music. No, it's, it's, it's evangelical. Oh, Christ. Guns of Roses. Wait a second. The disc's gone mad. Katie, this is a gremlin in the machine. <laughs> What's going on? Ever since Kate Hoff, there's a chill in the room. <laughs> what was going on on LBC there, Katie? I was trying to talk to my lovely caller, Paul, from Croydon, and you came in and you kind of just kiboshed his little call. I felt Well, of course you... I. You invited us in, Katie. Well, I waved to your producer in the in the thought that you were going to wait till you saw the red lights were off because you would know that a studio was live. No, we don't Russell. know that. No, no, no. You're kind of professional in any regard, which you're clearly not because you're incompetent. You Katie, know. you do this the whole time. I thought that this Russell thing was shtick, but now I see that it's actually your true Ew. nature. Before you came into the I studio... I secrete sulfuric acid from my vagina. Crikey, there she oh, goes. My chair <laughs> is dissolving under me as I speak, Russell. We do... We'd have been pondering on the show whether or not love is truly the answer, whether you can love people back to health. I think you can kill something with kindness, and I do that, but my particular brand of kindness is venom. It is, and I've not seen too much of the old kindness. Now, like my, my own spiritual leanings make me believe that in any situation, and this one would be a particularly good example, yes. that we can resolve situations from, through benevolence, joy... And kindness. Now, this like so. This is stick when you do that. Sulfuric immigrants don't matter stuff. You don't really mean it. I do. I do mean everything I say. And the thing is, Russell, the reason people listen, the reason I have more listeners than you, is because, of course, I quality, have... not quantity, Katie. And also, we're doing very well on the podcast charts. I Your name so. was nowhere to be visible, but if we were to look at the charts of pure necromancy and darkness, there she was, bewinged and fanged, and straddling if, like a colossus. If indeed I were just a raving madwoman screaming naked at the rain, not only would people run away, they wouldn't listen. But the reason. Well, this is one of the things we're querying. The reason my clip, I suppose, at LBC has had the most, <coughs> it's been the most viewed clip since launch is because people identify with what I'm saying, Russell, because you talk nonsense and I talk sense. And that's a very clear distinction, isn't it? Well, I suppose linguistically, you put a non in front of the sense, I suppose. <laughs> but like, but but my concern yeah, is, is the nature of the monkeys? vitriol. Are these your three Wow, monkeys. monkeys. Wow. <laughs> You're real good at this. <laughs> oh. I mean, now, Katie Hopkins saw nice a, a, a black man <laughs> and immediately the word monkey Key leapt into her mind. Three I'm not people. an expert on psychiatry, but it's monkey. an interesting very, social cue. Katie Hopkins calls Blackman Monkey live on and Radio X. Rand needs three individuals. I don't know the name. Who's Rand to? Three boys. Katie. Oh, three boys. That's not how it works. I'm so just surprised to hear you giving Darwinism a chance. No, look, what what I think, Katie, is that this is a, an important time you where hatred shouldn't be own. given the kind of precedence. Would you precedence. be able to do this show on your own? Would you no, be able to he do it alone? He does things does on he his own. You? Does no. he need you? Does Katie. He need, like, sidekicks? Look, this is how Katie Hopkins so works. It's just like... <laughs> don't be so mean. Katie, don't be like, so mean, on, Katie. Come on, come on, Let's boys. love Katie. Four boys, Neil, come and going. queue up. All you need come is on, love by the Beatles. Let's have some more people in here to help Russell. And what we actually need to do... We don't want... People. My darling, I don't need help Rob to you. Uh, annihilate you. You're doing it to yourself. Your liver and your spleen must be torn apart by oncological self-vengeance. What are you doing to yourself? Come back to humanity, Katie Hopkins. Come back. It's not too late for you to be compassionate and joyous. It's, uh, you we all are. Spittle, darling. <laughs> spittle, Emily. We love you, Katie. Thank We're going to spit you back again. into love. There she goes, Katie Hopkins, a better woman than when she entered because of the power of love. 
We do apologise for our guest uh, swearing, but she said a lot worse things. We're just grateful she's not saying that dead immigrants are meaningless. Russell Brand. This is Radio X. Oh, we do not need to, I still maintain we don't need the word irredeemable. We, everyone's <laughs> she, irredeemable. She's still redeemable. I believe so. I believe I saw even when she just before she walked out, there was a I saw a light in her eyes. And you know, let's face it, we started it, you know, I did pop down to her studio, didn't I? So like it was uh it was me that initially caused the problem. So the fact that she also, came in she here, did the the shtick and she's really like, delicious. Thanks, boys, great. Yeah, Bye. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean unless I just wonder what that feels like to be on the inside of. Not, Jesus, not anatomically. <laughs> I mean, psychologically. I, I've no curiosity. But, like, um, but psychologically, what must that feel like? And it was interesting, the, the easy accessibility to the word monkeys. Oh, she... No, let her yeah. off that. Let her off that one. Yeah, I mean, she, she could see yeah. in her eyes when she said it. She, went, she did wince. She winced. I wish we'd had the you. She went, oh, no, I've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think she... Yeah. But, weird. Actually, she, had, she had some sycophants herself outside. Not that we're sycophants, of course. <laughs> If you are sycophancy, you need to work on your patter. I need a lot more sycophancy. I've never had people make me for me. We're here to take the power. mickey, not to support you. That's right. That's, My that's always says. been our creed. There it is, in black and white. There it is. Take the mickey. What do you think about that? I feel slightly adrenalised. I feel I mean, quite adrenalised when she started attacking What about the us? swear? She said I think the, she said the B word. She said the B word, with, guys. I think if she sends one of us to the hospital... Right, yeah. I mean, what this is, this is, we're declaring war. an open war. war between compassion and hatred. But how, what can we do as compassionate people? Lay flowers at Katie Hopkins' place where she does her ritualistic sacrifices. Go to her sepulchre and her tomb and lay lavender there. Sing hymns. There's lots of tweets. She doesn't understand Matt and G being there because she doesn't know what it's like to have friends, says a lady yeah. called Jen. The best moment of radio has just happened, said Aaron Tyndall. Russell Brand versus Katie Hopkins... On Radio X, fantastic. So uh, probably all of these radio stations are owned by Global, so that's sort of probably how the real world works. It's all taking place within one sort of crucible. This is from uh, Nosy Ash, listening from Hungary. I'm interested to know whether you feel, oh, it's changing the subject. <laughs> I'm really interested to know whether you think your recent university studies have the power to blunt your innate intelligence. They're not changing the subject. You are relatively reading it. Narrow. No, I can't control <laughs> these <laughs> tweeters. Oh, let's stop talking about Katie Hopkins. Talk back about the university. Well, I mean, it, it's an interesting point. Does academia change your natural intuitive intelligence? I mean, when, when she was there, I said, did I feel saw the, I saw the old look in your eyes. I did thought, you? Oh, oh. Well, I was about... Really? The old Madras? You saw see, Madras? See your back. eye, like, because she was attacking you. you so... You get this frozen look. Yeah. And then, but she had it a bit as well. Oh, my God. You don't I think we're meant that, to be together? I, I was in the perfect place. <laughs> <laughs> we cancel each other out, like those two spark, people at the end yeah. of Ghostbusters. Same no, what, what I think... Um, Playing with her warts. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what happened, I think, is that I respond to that kind of energy. because, And as usual, it was your idea. I'm always the instigator of these things. It was things. your idea. You said, what, go the down there and look at Katie Hopkins. You sent us down. Now there's a grown-up at the bloody window. Oh, a no, producer. Don't let her in. Don't let her in. Just keep doing radio. <laughs> it's okay. It's all okay. We started it, and then she came up here. She was bound to come up, wasn't she? Who's that? Where I are you from? I work at LBC. I work at LBC. I want to get a... Don't let her in. Don't let her in. Well, all right, let her in. Let her in. Let's be nice. Let's be nice. 
<laughs> she wants to sign something. Okay, there's a lady from LBC coming in. She wants her autograph. Katie Hopkins. No, I mean, something legal's happening. Is there the something with a gate suffix happening, Matt? I is this going to so. have a gate after it? Um, come back. Oh, hang on. Right. She looks really nice. She looks that one's so got nice. the same colour as hair, because Katie Hopkins has got that lavender sort of hair now. See, the word lavender was in my mind the same way that the word monkey was in Katie Hopkins's mind there, because I just looked at Katie's lavender hair. You'll notice I said the word lavender a moment ago. It was one of the things to lay out her sepulchre, because Katie Hopkins's white hair has been dyed lavender. Now, this woman that's just come to the door, the producer from LBC, also has lavender hair, and she look, it looks like Katie Hopkins has made her self young. Or has made her producer dye her hair like it's a team or she's colouring. she's copied her producer who's quite young and attractive. Yes. Or she forces everyone who works with her to have purple hair like her. That's the livery. That's the pageantry. That is the Katie Hopkins flag. What's going You've got to have lavender there? hair. I don't know. Our producer... This has got the feeling like we've made a big mistake, but I don't think we have. I don't... I feel like we're safe. I mean, there was some swearing, which I think we've apologised for. She swore. That's, mm. yeah. We went down to her radio show. I was pretty polite in there, as I recall. There was were, nothing yeah. unusual you, you were beckoned in eagerly. You went in, then beckoning. she had a go at you. Rusty Rockins, that was... A, oh, look, people are all... The campaign begins. That was amazing radio. Please don't sack him. Russell Brand destroying Katie Hopkins on Radio X. But I bet... Says, uh, says Ant Stockdale. But I bet some people... I bet some people... I bet the LBC... Twins. Yeah, they go, Go to gave him a... You took him down a peg or two. <laughs> You've only showed him what's what. That's a much-needed kick in the nutsack for Brand. What's next with him? <laughs> yeah, that's what it they will be been doing. amazing when we said we were going to be sending their morse code in <laughs> now sending up their pigeons and smoke I wonder, signals I wonder if anyone listened to us then went oh i'll put on lbc then heard us go there then went mm. back to us and heard that, that would have be been brilliant that if been you amazing. did that send us an, an email uh russell at radiox.co.uk if you heard that if you were like your own personal disc jockey riding between lbc and radio x hearing what's sure to soon have the word gate after it unfolding matt is the wizard king says amy haycock <laughs> That's Amy Haycock's I'll take words. She is frantically writing poetry in a way that I've not seen for hmm, about eight years now. <laughs> Gareth there is consulting his solicitor. <laughs> and competition, like Gareth Roy, blamed for many a radio scandal. Okay, but the competition is closed now. If you want to come and see me, Russell Brand, in Southampton on my rebirth tour on May the 2nd, then, uh, well, you, you can probably, because the reason, let's be honest, we did this competition was to draw attention to that gig. And part of the reason I'm on the radio is of course is of course to uh, yeah, raise my profile because I'm a live entertainer and see what happens to me when I work in this kind of media Matthew Morgan well you haven't done anything wrong. I've not done it. Let's at first, we just wanted to line. look at her through a window. We were making a video. She beckoned right, you in. Let's get this in order. That went when to the next to level. We were like, you're right. So phase one. Let's get. Let's, we need David Sherborne, media lawyer, in this studio now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what phase one was? We went down just to look at her through a window to see if she was real or if she was just made and out to of reach mirrors. Out, we so, to no, reach I said, I love. said. Remember, on the way down there, I said, mm. go like that. Uh, like, yeah, and you, you said, did, don't said, do that. Yeah, I should be loving. We've got the video. We've got the video of me being okay, loving. Let's get that up online. That's going to be evidence. That's she evidence. beckoned you in like, oh yes, please come in, quick. One single scaly claw was raised and she beckoned me in. I think she offered me an apple. And then that apple withered as I went to bite it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, like, yeah, so we went in there. I think this is all okay. 
Isn't it? Oh, oh, look, morally it's fine. And then she morally. came in here. The only person who said a swear word was, was Katie, Katie Hopkins. Hopkins. And the only said. person that's ever said things like refugees are swarming like rats, that's Katie Hopkins. I did do a bad thing once in the past, but she we apologise for She did that. say, gut, like, shoot the refugee boats. Cockroaches, describe them as cockroaches. She yeah. did say that. That can't be right, can so it? Really, At a time when we need to be loving. If you've gone, you know, if that's your adversary in this, then that's not too bad. Makes you look good. Philip says, Katie Hopkins' hair is not lavender, it's UKIP purple. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Oh, is that what it probably... That's what someone says. Could it be that? No. Danny Fresco says, uh, calls it Hopgate, although Hopgate was actually what they called it when my film about the Easter Bunny came out. <laughs> 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 so we've already done a Hopgate. It's got to be a new gate to count. All right, are we supposed to play some records while we all get ourselves together, get David Sherborne, uh, our lawyer, on the phone right now and see what the hell's going on? But... Let's remember that this is ultimately a commercial enterprise. This is Radio X. Russell Brand. Yes, keep communicating. There's a police car outside. I can't imagine this is actually a legal issue, really, is it? Not Katie's. to the point the police are there. No, it's not. I mean, we've been in bigger jams than this, haven't we, Matthew? She's still stalking the corridors. She just walked past. Okay, so the winner of the competition to win tickets to the Rebirth Tour in Southampton is Josh Weinstock. Should there be some celebratory music? Yes, course? there should. It's the one time. Oh, that's not... What's that? Well, pure consciousness. That's Buddhist monks, trying to... Made him reflect on his win. Is your win really going to help you, mate? Will it prevent you from ultimately dying? Does it any ma even matter if there's a bit of a scandal? That's the one point where it's actually right to have a bit of music. All right, hold on. How about that? <laughs> what about Short, this, though? but perfect. Shame I can't, like, actually go between them. Isn't it? You can, I think. There's, just yeah, there's too many buttons, no, Matt. Too many buttons. buttons. <laughs> okay, well done, down, Josh Weinstock. You've won that competition. You like that, like, well, yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, yeah, you, you can. But a normal Russell person can't. will be able to do that. Josh, you'll be getting a pair of tickets to see us uh, in Southampton. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Good and atmosphere. The correct answer was that Russell does Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Oh, yeah, of course. I do do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Just in case anyone. For a moment, didn't fall into. It was so like when you're driving or something's yeah. happening, and you think, "Oh, they never gave the answer." It's unsatisfying. It's yeah. unprofessional. Closure. It's like coming into someone else's studio and using the B bomb, one of the dirtiest <laughs> sex words that Jesus ever invented, was just flung about like confetti in here. Hey, we still don't know what um, was going on with the lavender head head. I brew. don't think she feels all, like. That, Any emotions. That was really awkward and like, uh, you know, She's but I enjoyed it, with, mm. but like, because it was like, interesting that it was happening. But yeah. to her, I don't, I don't think she gets adrenalised by conflict. No, I think that might be it. I think that might be why there's such a, a problem going on. Well done, Russell, says Sarah Kendall. You lasted a week. See you in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> This is from Darren Cameron, which I think is a pseudonym for David Cameron. Finally, someone in the building has the balls to tell Katie Hopkins what an arse she is. Keep it up, Rusty Rockets. You just said uh, balls and arse. Oh, golly, I'm swum worse than her, aren't I? And I've got a few opinions on people that are slightly different that have moved across a border. Uh, this one's from Scott Bishop. Katie lives on a donkey sanctuary in Devon, which is run by a husband who has his ears pierced. She's a fake, a phony and a fraud. Ian, sure. How's that what proof that she's a fraud, though? Well, because she cares about those donkeys. like on donkey. <laughs> well, he's like a gadabout, isn't he? He's a man on the edge. He's a countercultural hero. Sanctuary. She lives on a donkey sanctuary. She loves those donkeys. See? So donkeys. G, redeemable. Totally redeemable. Let's, bring, let's bring one of the donkeys on the show. See, See how they're getting on. <laughs> donkey. No, Get me out of that sanctuary! <laughs> it's probably like that. She writes us! <laughs> she cropped me so hard in the ass! <laughs> 
<laughs> she brought me into that sanctuary, then kicked me straight back out again. Oh. It's like that Donkey Island in uh, Pinocchio. I bet you, yeah, them they were, were boys when they arrived. Oh, yeah. They were probably lads. Probably refugee lads. They were refugee lads over from another country. She's turned them into donkeys, got them in her sanctuary. Oh, oh, piercy lobes, her husband's <laughs> kicking the crap out of them even now while they try and play billiards and chuff on cigars. <laughs> on a more boring point, that's quite a commute to do her show. That's a long way to come. Maybe that's what's made her so angry. She's been in traffic. She's <laughs> been in traffic. She's, there's too many bloody people here. <laughs> could kick a few of them out I'd be in all that way home I was in what and then she thinks stinks of donkeys at home <laughs> she's back <laughs> <laughs> she drives with an eye mask on using ESP to guide her she's her own sat nav it's only when the stench of donkey aroma rises up into her snout <laughs> that she steps out of her black cabbage <laughs> kicks one of the one of her black stallions <laughs> Oh, no, probably pulled by the donkeys. I don't know how it all works. What it's are donkeys? Donkeys, mate, they're just a form of horse from another dimension. It's all they've ever been. It's all they'll ever be. They're yeah. not allowed to ride them on the beach anymore, so <sighs> what do they do? That could be it. Well, they're, they're all around Katie Hopkins, aren't they? Around Katie Hopkins' sanctuary, stroke donkey brothel. <laughs> <laughs> donkey brothel for the damned. No, I'm using it as a point to say that that is evidence of compassion. Huh? Redeemability. Yeah, redemption. We must all be redeemed. Because if we have love for one, oh, perhaps we must have love button. for all. Hold what on. What looking for? There we go. Yes, there is a chance of hope for all of us. If Katie did not our Lord ride into Bethlehem on, on a donkey. donkey. Yes, he did. It's come full oh, circle. Hold on a second. Let's turn some of these off. I didn't mean that one. I just meant the Christian one for that. Did not our Lord... Wait a second. Just pretend you didn't hear the last bit. Or the Kate Hawkins stuff. Did not our Lord go into Bethlehem on a donkey? Yes, he jolly well did now, didn't he? So you, you oh, get, you, you get the Bethlehem, idea. Was it? Oh, no, he left Bethlehem to go to Jerusalem. I don't know. Uh, You're meant to be a Catholic. Why aren't you at church? I say this. Look, Jenny knows. Where was Jenny? you going? Where was you going? To Bethlehem. Going oh. back to Bethlehem. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me. me? I'm on <laughs> a donkey now. <laughs> it's very much the theme of this show. Christ <laughs> riding back into Bethlehem on a donkey. On Not... his monkeys. <laughs> oh. How do you feel about that? A bit offended? Uh, I did, and I, but I, I did say that I, uh, I'd said really feebly. We're here to counterpoint him. <laughs> we we offer an alternative. Look at me, monkey. I just shouted at her just to see the look on her face. You yeah, did very yeah, well. You did look a bit worried for a but second. But now it's time for us to commit to love. I think let's just read a few more tweets. See what they say. Four more years. Four more years. Say the brandy strippers, and they're never biased. Rusty Rockets was full of love. Rusty Rockets, you definitely should belly bounce her. People using, that's Chris Jones there, using the culture of this show, which has always been a culture of mayhem, chaos, but ultimately love, to chide dear Katie Hopkins, who I, I, she's got a donkey sanctuary and she's got the light of the Lord in her eyes and she's got lavender in her hair and her husband's earrings are pierced and she lives in Watford and I was in Watford in the week and I tell you what, they're some of the loveliest people. Oh, it's in Watford? I thought it was Devon. Devon? I thought you said Watford. Oh, the person was from Watford. All yeah. oh, right. That's Maybe it's because that's what's going on about how long the commute. Was. Oh yeah, that's a terribly long way. Well, Watford's not a bad commute. You yeah, wouldn't have said Devon to come into London to do a radio show. Mm, Devon. I would have liked it. <laughs> Bit of rice pudding in the car by now. Mm, Devon. <laughs> what's the problem? What's the big deal? Okay. I was in Watford in the middle of the week doing my Russell Brand rebirth tour. And I'm I'm all right, are you? Oh yeah. I don't have I not mentioned it, Matthew. My God, it's going well. I'm because they fill in surveys. The audience, one fella. His name was Alex. Like, we put, what, what are you most proud of? What's your sexual memory of which you are most proud? And he came up with something called hashtag the danger W word. Rhymes with Frank, Hank, Spank. I know about that. Mm -hmm. I know someone who does it. 
You know about Danger, WA? I knew this uh, bloke who was homeless who lived. I didn't know him. Well, I knew who he was, right? Let's but a get friend your facts of mine. straight, Matt. Because if right. you're going to be a witness I slept in with this, a homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like this in the Katie Hopkins trial, a floundering wreck of a monkey, <laughs> <laughs> then we're all going down. No, listen. Mm-hmm. I knew someone whose best friend was homeless who lived in a tent by a lake, right? right. He practiced the Danger W. We have a sign-up that says, this is shaky territory. (laughs) (laughs) Why has that happened? Coming up, Green Door by Mr. Shaken Stevens. It's shaky territory, but I can can get through it. Children are listening. Kids listening. listening. I knew a friendly old man. A lovely old man. Outside Joe. To do, touch his tummy button. (laughs) (laughs) He cuddled himself on the legs. Dangerous. Anyway, he would do that on a Mm. train. Get completely mm. naked between stations, put your clothes back on, and that's what it was called, the danger. Mm, yeah, but he's, this is a homeless gentleman, and there's usually mental health issues and often Oh, don't bring issues. it into that. He was perfectly fine. <laughs> well, this guy, Alex, was not homeless. Matthew, you've interrupted me with a fragile, the tale of a fragile man comforting himself on a carriage when I was about to tell you about Alex, a free person living at home who would summons his mum from downstairs, enter on said activity, that's and try and do it. Room. Well, he committed to it on paper. And I well, you go, mum, and then... And then you see if you can finish before her arrival. Anyway, this has been told. To, we've been told this is shaky territory. People, let's let's get back on. Let's not go down to Katie Hopkins healthy level. Healthy ground. How could we possibly? How could we possibly? Why don't we just listen to the That's libertines? A lie, he doesn't do that. No one does that. People do do it. We'll listen to. Oh no! All of you Christians, how many more times do we have to tell you? Right, let's listen to the Libertines. Okay. Pull ourselves together. We've had a lovely competition. We've had a bit of fun. This is only national level news at best. At best national. (laughs) This that no one else cares outside of these islands. No one. This is definitely not getting mentioned by a Prime Minister or a Trumpkin or uh, what are the others? Conspiracy theorists would just say they're all on global media. That's right. Outlets. And I'm I'm with the conspiracy theorists. It was all planned. We've followed this script here. Yeah, Even yeah. me, and I said I didn't want to be called a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> you're quite right, you're quite right. i tell you what, you, the conspiracy theorists are right. And for those conspiracy theorists, don't look back into the sun, which in that language would be the Illuminati symbol in the middle of that bloody Just triangle. Press the I'm doing it. Russell Brand. Radio X. Oh, the Libertines there, fantastic. You'll listen to Russell Brand on Radio X. This is, well, let's call it what it is, one of the better podcasts in this country. Neil, can you let Matt in? He's still locked out, having gone for his wee, bless him, get him in here before Katie Hopkins sucks his blood out for more lavender ear dye. Um, yeah, and uh, you could be listening to Russell Brand under the skin. If you think this is a bit erratic and crazy and lowbrow, and why would you, though? Because there's all sorts of peculiar references, if you know where to find them. Have a listen to Under the Skin, also available on the uh, old internet, depending on what type of phone you've got. You're right, Matthew A. Feeling? Yes. How do you wee so quick to get back? <laughs> do most of it in my trousers. Scrambling back here, I'm real vague at nerves. Itchy later. Yeah, I'll pay a price when I'm on stage at Dartford. So your mum's coming, Bob, Bob and Sue. Come yep, see yeah, so you're playing Dartford tonight. That's right, mate. That's, uh, yeah, You watch your theatre. I've played there. I've performed on that stage. I don't know that you have. What was that when you used to be a magician's assistant? No. You, Ooh, when I was in a band. Ooh. What, what? Court jesters of mercilessness? Jesters of malice. I don't even know if we were called that then. I think we were called Sanctuary. How did you get a gig at the prestigious Orchard Theatre? There was a thing called the Battle of the Bands, mm. and uh, we didn't win it. 
You were in the battle, though. We were in the battle, though, well, yeah. Isn't that the main thing, in a way? Uh, I think winning it would have been nice, but That's right, because oh, there I'm is a function deaf. to battle. Oh, you? Sorry. Yeah. I only you got... don't know the different tones. You can't no, even. them. rubbish. You know when we used to sing at the beginning of our podcast? Yeah. And I'd listen yes. back to it, and I was horrified at how bad it was. But what I'm about like, me, though? My voice no, was good, always yeah. lovely. Yeah. Oh, little lovely world we live in Lady Rocking. I've only got 20 minutes more show, probably oh. a little bit of adverts to go in. Come on, let's do a nice news story. Let's, let's help someone. Let's, like, look, let's make sure we've done at least one nice thing on this wireless show today. Okay. Hi, Russell, Matt, G, Noel, says Phil. Noel's not here because he's in um, Venice looking at the art of Damien Hirst. The big, he's got a big new oh, really? art show out, hasn't he? Oh, it's ever so good. Was it Treasures from the, from the Improbable or the something you still like mates that? with Damien Hirst? Borderline. I'm trying to keep it alive. I send friendly messages once in a while. I just leave something on his doorstep, you know. I sometimes dream of making something and getting you to... Well, those hulks you wanted to make, those hulks with penises you were interested in making, weren't you? Yes. Well, I think some artwork. Well, I think you should do it. I think I've always believed you as an artist. I think even your doodles that you've done there, you've done a lovely spiral of vortex and some squares. Right, then can you help me sell some artwork today? Let's start tweeting these pictures that Matt's done. No, not these. No, they're worth screw a pretty penny. Up. Don't screw them up. Oh, you silly boy. He's eating them. He's actually eating his own art, which in itself is a kind of art. You're a genius, my man. Now then, so listen to this. Uh, someone here says, I think Katie Hopkins runs a llama farm in Brixton. Well, that's a... that's a, a Bruxton. Buxton. Do you add? Do you really? Llamas. I'm showing how many times I've listened to the old shows, but Matt's band was called Subculture. No. Says a, yeah, says it was. It was at one point. That's Jen. I mean, you know, when you go back to the original days. Of I the just band. Not turn this into an interview as if we're talking a Tom Petty <laughs> and all the various incarnations of your career. It was all just schoolboys doing covers. So. Hold on a second. It's Palm Sunday, so Jesus rode a donkey to his death today. Radio X. I do not like that. Po- well, it's Palm Sunday today, so that is. We were talking about that, and it's today. We're being punished because the, we didn't honour the Lord. I told you we should have been more religious. I've told you time and time again, we're meant to come with one unifying faith that pulls together the people of all of the different religions, respecting their differences, and instead of which, you pull us into a shambles on Palm Sunday, one of my favourite, most favourite days. (laughs) You silly ass! You silly ass! This is from Phil. He actually requires help, and by God, he's going to get it. I'm still in love with my ex-girlfriend. She broke up with me in November, or Movember, as some people call it, and immediately started seeing her best guy... What? People are growing moustaches for charity. I don't know why they do it, mate. <laughs> I've just heard people say Movember, and I respect that, yeah? Because they people of different faiths, of different moustaches, oh, yeah? Let them do what they want, yeah, man? Who are you to stand in their way, to stand on their path? She started seeing her best guy friend, who she told me she had no feelings for. I found myself in a new relationship, but I can't stop thinking she was the one. How do I stop thinking about her, or should I wait and hope she comes back? Help! I'm so happy you guys are back on the airwaves. Please stay a while. This was written before recent events. <laughs> Um, That's a difficult one, that. You've got to let go of your feelings. I think he's a romantic, this guy, Phil, isn't he? No, I would say, though. Come on. Set your current girlfriend free. Oh, yeah, if you don't, you don't love her, set... Have some to how fallen into a relationship. Yeah, you can't fall into a relationship. She's not a portal like to another dimension. Oh, God, oh, no, I'm doing this now. Oh, she oh, probably look loves what's him. what's happened. Oh, no. 
I've joined a gang. I'm in a cult. I'm, I'm underneath the three beds. I'm investigating new deep aquatic sea lives. These things happen as a result of will, attention, and intention, my you man. You should also write a list of all the things that he didn't like about this his ex. This is good. Right? That's the Paul McKenna method. Yeah, because he's he, what he's doing is he just, he's just romanticizing over a past that probably didn't really exist. So if he just writes all the things he didn't like about his ex, like uh, going with some other dude that annoyed him, you know? Yeah, Don't yeah. do this to me. Sorry, Listen no, to no, him instead I'm of trying to like, I, embellish I, what he's saying with music. Why is that? Exactly. Ex. No. Okay. Every time... Oh, your ex. ex. I, I see what you're doing now. Ex, go and give it to you. Is that, is that your advice? Well, that's ex, what... go and give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> the ex is going to give it to you. But why take my word for it, my man? Let's listen to... No, no, not, not you. You've oh. had your chance. I meant this. Excal, give it to you! Look, come Excal, on, make, make a list. You. No, gee, don't get crestfallen. Don't get crestfallen <laughs> simply because I've ignored you for another component of my job. I ride this desk now. Make a list. And you guys are going to have to accept Make a it. list of all the things that he... Realistic things that he didn't like about his ex. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, and then, so every time he has these, like... Uh, every time it. he has these, like, remorseful, romantic... Yeah. Oh, I wish, whatever. Just have that realistic list. What and, if the list has got one up? thing on it? The way she brushed her teeth. And the that's all. You, and then he'll look at the list and go... Oh, there was only that. The way you sip songs. your tea. Yeah. The memory of all that. I'm a poet. When Russell had a similar problem, Paul McKenna said, instead of having a list, he said, imagine her head on a dog's body. (laughs) Things like that. I know how to solve this problem. The riddle of still feeling feelings for an ancient bygone loved one. Imagine her head on a Dalmatian. (laughs) You'll be right as rain in no time at all. Dalmatians. Oh, God, there's a hundred and one of her now, and I love every (laughs) single one. Oh, there you. I know what I'm doing. You can all relax. This is all under complete control. I've got a bit of apple inside of my mouth. You should have seen yourself when Sun to the News Lady came in here. Yes, see, she... Well, tell the listeners. Sun to the News Lady came in here. She doesn't... She's not offended. Nothing went wrong. It was just because there was too many people for the month. Too many bodies, she said. Too many bodies. That's what she said. I heard her say it. Now, she said that the Katie Hopkins bit... This is not my words. This is the words of the news was good. <laughs> didn't she? Didn't she say it, Mafu? She didn't, I don't think, as a representative of the company. Right. What was she saying trouble. that as? Just as a passerby? Yeah. She's a bystander. Yeah. She's an innocent victim. Isn't she? She is, yes. In many, in many ways. Shame. We'll, we'll, we'll look for how she reads out the news when we're on it. Boys, older prom date denied, because this is another kind of news, our news. A school in Oklahoma f- refused to let a pupil take his grandmother to its school prom because she wasn't under the age of 20. And presumably, because she's his grandmother, and incest is illegal. I don't think he was planning to... Why is he going to all that trouble? Why go to all the trouble of taking her to a prom date, dressing her all up, getting her tipsy, putting her in the back of a limo, if at the end of the night there's not a little sweet, sweet something? (laughs) Why would you bother? Why would you bother? Bryce Main asked his grandma, Catherine Main, oh God, to be his date to the special event because she'd never gone to her own, but the school denied it with a statement. Prom guests are all to be around the same age for safety reasons. Quite right. The school says it's previously turned down other requests to bring older dates. Bryce's sister Sarah says the school board is afraid that if they let Bryce bring his grandmother, others will want to come to future proms. I don't think there's going to be a craze if they no. grab a granny for the prom, is there? That's not something that would count. 
catch on. Hang on a minute. Why well, would I, mean, I take a sexually compatible young person when I could be taking an elderly relative, grip her by the varicose veins, tug her into the back of the limo, and tonight's my night. Oh, dear. Have another sherry. He's a nice person for taking his name because she never went. Uh, he's a nice guy, That's Bryce. Good. All right. Bryce is a great guy. You've convinced also, me. Also, it's good that he's undermining that thing they have in America where you're mm. like that's you know in the politically correct future I reckon they'll get rid of this problem yeah it's a wrong dynamic very is it mate sort of, uh, what's wrong with it well it's very I'm about to get it's a bit off. heterosexual it's a bit heteronormal it's a bit it's a bit cisgender in these modern times where we're all trying to just advance ourselves and I say in these modern times why not take your granny and if you want to make <laughs> love to her on the way home <laughs> no no that's too far now what you've done there Bryce because that was Bryce who done that, is he's gone too blooming old far. At the end, it says an Indiana teen has taken his 93-year-old great-grandmother to the prom. I see That's you. That's his great-granny. I see your grandmother, and I'll raise you a great-grandmother. I see your great-grandmother, and I've gone <laughs> get me a spade, baby, and I'm going to dig up the ancient relatives of yesteryear. I read the other day that all taboo and eroticism rise up from our fear of death. That's what I read, mate. Where did you read that? Someone called George Bataille. No, George Bataille. He's a co someone gave me some... Do you know what people bring me now? In the old days at my uh, gigs, people used to throw knickers. Now they throw books. I think sometimes quite heavy books <laughs> with the edges sharpened. <laughs> so I feel like a goalkeeper with 10 pence pieces being old. No, they bring me books. And this one lady, she was called Hattie. She bought me a book called The Reborn Pagan, which is a very, very thick and heavy book. I think it's red. And then there's some books by this man called George Bataille, and he talks about the emergence of eroticism, uh, eroticism being our negotiation with death, and I must say I'm finding the whole I thing... I don't find... I don't think that's true at all. Well, I suppose it's like a way of... Well, he says, this George Bataille, that we're trying to negotiate with the eternal, with oneness, that on some level of our consciousness, we know there is a unity, and we don't want to be trapped by the temporiness of I the human body. I just think people have a primal urge... What, and what do you it, mean? Well, you're, we're we're not in control of that. We're meant to procreate. Yeah. So that's part. That's just your. That's you not think it's even just biology. Like breathing in and out is to make you go. Don't worry about dying. Oh, look at her knuckles. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Why would you not? I mean, you're quite right, I suppose. Oh, Matthew, what a day it's been. We're approaching the end of yet another career in radio. <laughs> um, no, yeah, another radio show. Our second show on Radio X, and it's been. A lot of fun, a lot of joy. We've been laughing so much, say one of the brandy stri strippers, that our one-year-old keeps clapping. Cannot wait to see the tour. Open brackets, promote tour. Close brackets. Rusty Rockets, Rob Kemp. <laughs> Rob Kemp says, Fantastic show on Radio X, like a resurrection of Kenny Everett with additional danger, W asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Thank you there, Rob Kemp. And that reminds me that I've become friends with Ross Kemp. Have you? Yep, through jiu-jitsu, which I do. I've done jiu-jitsu with Ross Kemp, so beat that, can you? Blimey. I was up against Ross Kemp. He's a powerful man. Well, you actually man. fought of Ross Kemp. It was just me, Ross Kemp, and Chris who runs jiu-jitsu. I was having to do self-defence against Ross Kemp. I'd love to see pictures of that. Was any... There's no it, pictures, uh, is there? No, I wouldn't allow photographs of an embarrassing event like that. Ross Kemp tossed me around like a raggy doll. Did he? I was all over that is he good at show. It? Well, actually, it was his first time going, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose it's all things are relative. I mean, like, you well, know... Hang on, how did he's that... He's very, what, very uh, well bonded to the floor, you got Ross Kemp. There, did you was he just there, or have they told you, oh, Ross Kemp's coming next time? They goes, do you want to do, do this with Ross Kemp? They said to me, down Genesis, Jim, my mate Paul. Yeah. Sorry for eating an apple, everyone, I know that's horrible. Um, I'll take it out. They go, do you want 
do you mind next time you do a jujitsu class? Do you mind uh, Ross Kemp coming? And I went, of course not. It would be an honour. I'm sure, and this is more evidence to the fact that they use yeah. you as a sort of practising thing. Because mm. when Ross Kemp went, I've never done this before, but I'd like to learn. <laughs> we have this <laughs> guy who comes in, and you can just basically toss him around. He's a bit noisy. <laughs> really oh, my elbow! Oh, ground, let go of my neck! <laughs> Yeah, that sounds good. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> Listen, son, I've held you down for free. You're out of the game. <laughs> Shame I've not got that. I don't think of him ready. as EastEnders anymore. I think of him as... Gangs. Gangs. That's what I think of. I love him. He's really nice. He's really sweet and lovely and kind. I've seen him down that gym a few times. Um, I must say, it's quite hard when he... Um, does say, for example, a triangle on you. Now, a triangle, that's where they wrap your leg around your head and then Wait, they pull you, you into their groin. No, I'll do a triangle on his first time. Because he's good and he's Ross Kemp. Have you seen that bit where them geezers held up a gun at him? He goes, You're not going to shoot me. I'm Ross Kemp. What are you going to do, eh? Shoot me in a nut. He I'll didn't do say that. And he didn't grab himself like that. <laughs> he just said, What are you going to do? Shoot me? You're not going to shoot me. I loved the way he did that. I really admired Ross Kemp. I almost for that. thought he was, might have been set up to make him look hard, but then actually. I mean, the gun was, was like real. a musket, but I still would have been scared. The gun was a bit of an old fashioned little pipsqueak of a gun, wasn't it? Like it was, uh, someone was going trying to shoot him with a pipe cleaner but nonetheless Ross Kemp showed balls of absolute steel yeah. I mean how do you or I have reacted with a gun and a gang a gun I learnt to fight on Russell Brand <laughs> you're not going to shoot me on a gun oh bloody hell you are you've got a gun <laughs> you look deadly I'm out of here get out of my way Russell's not here today so I'm fighting the mop from the cupboard <laughs> I found it really challenging <laughs> I mean it's a few steps up There's, I've got a splinter of the palm of my hand off the mop and also it smells of damp washing which Russell also did so there is some continuity but my jujitsu improves week on wink doof, doof, um, boom boom get a little um. you should have, have the, the sound show. effect for that shouldn't you you EastEnders drums where's that Hold on a sec. Let's go to my TV themes. RBT what? themes. Benny Hill. Oh, hold on. I know. All right. So, right. You be Russ Kemp. You be Russ Kemp and I'm me. Oh, Ross, that really hurt me. I felt it was very passionate. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Russell Brown Show on Radio X. Anything can happen here. One minute we're skylarking around. The next minute, oh, what are we doing? Bringing about a revolution in consciousness. We're wrestling with like this tea. Let me have a try this tea. What are you trying to do? Get a sponsorship deal? Tulsi Brahmi tea is available. No, <laughs> it's uh, a friend of my wife's. Tulsi Brahmi tea? It's lovely. It's Indian. It's Tulsi Brahmi. It sounds like a weird combination of sort of like a Hindu idea and a Cockney pearly king idea. Top the barbie tea, top the eight-minute speech, <laughs> sip give it. us a sip of your tea. Try it. I just can't bloody wait. Oh, God. Hold on a minute. I'm changing. I'm changing. <laughs> My hair's gone lavender. Oh, no. <laughs> Worked. <laughs> That's how it happens. It's when she was in it, I, I, when she, I thought, throw water at her. I obviously didn't do it. <laughs> oh, right, like the gremlins, like loads of little Kate Hopkins would have come no, off. No, actually, yeah. Oh, like um, Wizard of Oz. I'm yeah, I should have burned away. That that's time, sexist, that's... is it? What? Gremlins. Bright <laughs> <laughs> light, bright light. Bright light. They weren't sexist. They were sexist pigs, particularly Spike, and that little one, Gizmo, I wouldn't <laughs> trust him as far as I could kick him. You little shits, you. Oh, what? that's a swear word. That's a dog. Mate, I know what I'm oh, doing. Oh, you Because yeah. uh, he does right. look like a shih tzu, doesn't he? Yeah, come on, guys, listen. Never. Give me a bit of credit. I've been, I might have been out the radio game a little while, son. But yeah, you know I mean, I'm not wet behind the ears, am I? You know what I mean? I'm not a, I'm no man's, I'm no one's mug. Let's have a look at the old Tweety Poos. Mark Omeroid. Russell, did you realise that Matthew Hopkins was the Witchfinder General, as portrayed by Vincent Price? Evil is in her genes. Yeah. Oh, I see. Mind you, he wouldn't have far to look, would he? 
It, it, you know, surname provides the answer. But I, I don't agree with calling women witches because it's sexism. Well, yeah. what, Even yeah, if it's Kate Hopkins, that's wrong. When, yeah, it's like a lot of pagan people were They were burning. out of order. Them women, some we of them... We lost a lot of knowledge in burning them. A lot of pagan knowledge went because of that. Mm. You bloody idiots! <laughs> what have you done to our pagan knowledge? Oh, sorry, we were scared of her. She was probably just a gay person. Oh, no, there was pagan know knowledge they in there, you idiot. That's why they, uh, witches are meant to have broomsticks, because every woman at that time, every household, had yeah. one of those broomsticks. So, so? it was like, oh, here's the evidence. Oh, well. <laughs> That's what it was, apparently. Oh, my God, she's got a foot. <laughs> right, so it's just they found something that would always work. Rusty Rockets, you're doing Matt's bidding for him again, says Amy Haycock. Yeah, you're right. Radio X. Haycock said I was the wizard master. She's changed her tune, mate. I wish uh, Radio X sounds like two teenagers trying to be DJs in their bedroom, <laughs> says Zoe Belford. <laughs> it's not even that There's good. There's three of us in here, and we're not in our Belfry, in our bedroom. Belfry? <laughs> I don't know wow. why I said Belfry. I don't, I don't need a Belfry. Oh. I haven't got a Belfry. <laughs> I haven't got a croquet lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading some Karl Marx on my croquet lawn this morning, and it occurred to me that we really need to work it's out how to have production by the masses not mass production. Now, it would take something of a genius, wouldn't it, to summarise this madness, this mayhem that began with silly news stories about Walt Disney and continuing on the themes of Walt and Fairylands. Katie Hopkins came in here and there was a bit of a clash between LBC and X. There was a radio global uh, sort of airwave war. I don't know. East Coast, West Coast. <laughs> it's a bit East Coast. I'm the new biggie. That's how I'm... No, I'd be too packing that. Definitely, definitely. Please, I like him. I like his tummy. Okay, so, but somehow we've got to summarise all this madness. That's what we do. We do it for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Poet Laureate of the show, Mr G. Okay, his poem's called The Quantum of Forgiveness. There's a principle of uncertainty that rides the function of a wave. An algorithm of the heart so Heimlich's rent can be paid. Can our palpitations save the nation? Abdominal thrustings from Hopkins can redemption claim them? Are tricky whispers now renamed under a lavender spray? Invitations to the prom so let the empty fluff have its day. Let us gather today and embrace the spirit of play. We know that haters are going to hate unless love leads the way. Russell Brand. Radio. Radio.